Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 25 of the Band of Bravos. I am your host and GM for this uh, extraordinary game. I'm Jason Bullman. I'm the director of game design at Paizo uh, and uh, part of the team that made Pathfinder. And uh, before we get started here, as always, I'm going to toss it around the horn and let folks introduce themselves and their characters. We're going to start off with James. Hello, this is James Jacobs. I'm the creative director for Pathfinder. I'll be playing Shenson, the bard who's wielding the silver anniversary weapon. Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, fancy. Hi, all. I'm Maris Marie. I'm Paizo's web content manager. I play Ilana Thissafoot, our halfling druid. Hi, folks. I'm Jason Keeley, Starfinder developer. I'm playing Rock Thunderbird, the Tengu swashbuckler, and happy quadrancentennial, everybody. That's right. 25 episodes. How'd that even happen? What? Yeah. Oh yeah, my god. We grinded <laughs> okay. for it, Jason. We toiled every Friday. It's a silver jubilee. Nice to know that my nice to know that my game is a toil to you there, Peyton. It was it was a struggle. Yeah, right. <laughs> <Ooh, I'm sorry. laughs> let me let me warm up my crit dice. Nah, no, no. Just oh, don't kill me, Jason. Please. I've been meaning to ask you, Jason, about your meteorite die. What's what do you is it like, did you throw it out now that we don't confirm criticals anymore? No, now I just wear it like a talisman of evil. <laughs> oh. Yeah. I guess that works. Yeah, it, it plays out nicely. For those wondering, I am Peyton Smith. I am the social media producer here at Paizo, and I'll be playing Lord Bonds. And one of the things that we like to do on the stream is for you chat to give us hero points and to give Jason uh, villain points. And I need to actually accumulate which ones because... Our overlay resets every time. Marissa, you have none. You have no points at I, all. Chat, no, wait. Chat. I have one. Somebody just gave me one. Oh, fine. You get one, I guess. Uh, just one. I, Thank you, chat. I currently have one. Mr. Keeley only has one. And Mr. Jacob, you have none. And Mr. Bowman, you have two. I have how many? Two. Two. Two, two villain points. And I'm using them both on you, Lorne. Good. <laughs> Spring it on. And uh, so basically for this is uh, you can use the channel points down in Twitch. If you're on desktop, it's at the bottom left side of your chat box usually. And you get, accumulate those points by watching Paizo streams. The, us, me with uh, Mr. James Jacobs here, answering all of your fun questions on Tuesdays or watching Banner Brovos on Fridays. And additionally, if you really don't like us at all, just like Jason wants to kill me today, you can give him a multitude of villain points. And with those villain points, you are able to uh, assist our demise to balance out all the hero points that the rest of chat may be giving us. And so with all of that, Mr. Bowman, what do you have for us today? Well, we've got another exciting adventure. Don't lie to me. Oh, he sounds excited. <laughs> That's a problem for us. Come on, everybody get excited. All right. So when we last left our intrepid band of adventurers, they had traveled deep, deep beneath the sur surface of the earth on a quest for the good Goblin, goblin King Bright Crown, uh, attempting to broker a peace with the orcs who had taken over the surface mine. This had led them on a rather meandering uh, a series of quests, first just trying to meet with the orcs and now trying to curry their favor to ensure a successful deal. Uh, this has led them to deal with the Boggards, trying to get boats and discovering their dark secret. But most recently, it has led the group into the territory controlled by the Drow. The orcs have 
uh, a problem in their part of the cave and that they are preyed upon by cloakers. They cannot go out onto the hungry lake and fish because the cloakers swoop down from above, snatch them out of their boats and eat them. They do not seem to do this to the drow. They only feast upon orcs. And uh, the orcs are kind of curious as to why and are suspicious of foul play, especially when it comes to the drow. To this end, the bravos have ventured into drow territory. Um, or the bravos have ventured into drow territory, making their way through a vast and confusing maze. After dealing with some drow hunting parties, the party uh, came into contact with a uh, warped, uh, twisted deep gnome named Muck. Uh, Muck led you through the maze, but could not leave the place herself. Uh, she is uh, uh, some wretched cast-off experiment of the drow, and uh, she is is forced to live her life in these caves. But she did help you out and uh, got you to uh, the main drow uh, uh, cave, where where the weeping citadel is located. Um, venturing out uh, into uh, the cave. Uh, after dealing with some 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 guardians and some challenges along the way, the Bravos uh, made their way around this vast uh, cavernous space, circling around the Weeping Citadel, uh, making their way all the way around this, trying to find the entrance to the Cloaker Caves. There, uh, they found uh, this grand uh, door, uh, and in front of it was kind of this altar area. Uh, this altar area was being manned by uh, a drow priestess and some other drow and some grothlets, these warped slug-like flesh warp creatures, and they were stripping the flesh from kobolds and uh, by lowering them into this vat and then uh, collecting up buckets of flesh as if to take them on some errand. You interrupted this, saving uh, one particular kobold uh, who is still in the cage, actually, uh, and was very badly hurt, if I recall correctly, um, by the exploding grothlets when they die. Um, and uh, But you were able to put an end to the priestess and retrieve her key. This key uh, goes to a great iron door that is behind you that you assume, uh, if your drow contact back in kobold town was to be believed, uh, that this door leads up into the Cloaker Caves. That is, I believe, where we left off. Is that about right? I think so. That's Sounds fine. about right. Yeah. I think I healed our kobold friend, and we found, like, an altar. Yes, I, I believe we were we we're still technically here. Um, I've moved you all so that I could easily group you, but, uh, yeah, th this was basically the scene when we left. Right. I think we were going to loot the altar before I kicked the whole thing into the bubbling pit. Yeah, there was there was an attempt to uh, search through the drow bodies, and you have found a, a handful of things of of value. Um, there's a rather nice hand crossbow. Uh, there was a rather nice shield. There's a handful of alchemical items and uh, something that might be uh, potions of some sort. But uh, uh, between last week and this week, I've already kind of given you all that stuff and. I will assume that you identify it at your next soonest convenience. So to keep things moving. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> we should let this, let this guy free. Yes. How many spells do I have? Cause I'm gonna heal him. 
Um, I believe you included him in one of the bursts that you did. Oh, uh, yeah. If I recall correctly, he was healed back up. Um, so uh, when you when you approach him in the cave, he's like, mac, 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 and he's kind of shaking the cage bars. I try and uh, Okay. Uh, yeah, basically, he's asking to be let free. Yep. Is there a lock, or <laughs> can I just give the cage bar? Can I just give the cage bar a good kick? Can I break it? Uh, there's just a latch. You can open it. Yeah, he can't. Um, he can't reach it from the inside. But yeah, fantastic. Um, be free. All right. Well, uh, you 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 let him free, and he comes running out and is looking around and is like, he looks to you and he's like, mac 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 mac, which is you know cobalt for how do I get out of here. <laughs> uh, make mac. I don't have an answer. Uh, uh, mac 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 mac. He's like mac. Yeah, yeah mac. Yeah, believe me, mac. Mac 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 uh, mac and mac. Mac. Yeah. All right. Well, he gathers up, uh, you know, he goes over to some of the drow and picks up some of their weapons. Just the ordinary kind of like, here's a short sword and here's some armor that he tries strapping on. Um, and uh, uh, he looks like he's about to head out and find his way back toward the maze. Uh, Mac, Mac, uh, Mac, 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 then Mac, Mac, Mac. Ah, oh, Mac, Mac, Mac. Good luck. Good luck, Mac. Mac, Mac. Mac, Mac. Mac. <laughs> Mac, Mac, Mac. <laughs> tell him, tell him, tell him that uh, the to tell him to find Muck, and that we sent you. Mac, Muck. Ah, Muck, yeah. Mac, Mac, Muck, 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 Mac, Mac, Muck, Mac, 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 Mac. He points at the door and is like, Mac, 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 Mac. Yeah, man, go. Get it. I understand. Conversation over. <laughs> he uh he agrees and uh he he departs <laughs> like how he faces the wall like that wow <laughs> yeah he goes uh he goes out uh as he was leaving he pointed at the door and said that anyone who passed beyond those doors never returned sounds exactly where we need to go yeah that sounds <laughs> like a dare <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, well, you can make your way uh, in that direction if you if you like. Before that, I'm going to push this entire thing into the bubbling pit. So the All altar it. itself looks like it's made out of like stone that's been pulled up out of the floor of the cavern. It doesn't look like it would tip over very easy, but there are like a whole bunch of like there's like books and like incense braziers atop this thing that you could just throw in. All right. Anything you guys want from the table before it all goes into the pot? Nah. We already got it. I want to help. Pot it goes. Uh, so there's this uh, book that has oddly skin-like looking pages covered in blasphemous writing. Um, and then there is a large silver plate in front of it. And there are two silver uh, uh, incense holders. Oh, the silver things might be worth keeping since this is episode 25. Well, if you want to. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how supernatural we want to get, but next week is Friday the 13th. Ooh, Hooray! you're right. And what's the name of the person running us through this thing? JJJJ. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. We've got one on our side, too, so that cancels out. No, it doesn't. <laughs> I'm twice as tall as yours. 
What? Twice as tall as your we Jason. Have I, I count it twice as much, Jason. Don't forget it. All right, moving on. <laughs> I just thought we were like anomalies who existed on the internet. No, no, no. All right, moving on. Uh, all right. We're just don't want any of ones it. and zeros, man. They can't all be winners. I don't know what you want from me. All right. Uh, <laughs> all right. So uh, you're able to. Uh, are you keeping the silver stuff? Chances. Yes. All right. Yes. All right. Silver is okay. nice. Uh, so you're able to uh, uh, gather it all up and uh, make your way towards the large iron doors. They, um, they're uh, they're double doors, but beyond that, they're even like bigger than ordinary doors. They're probably the whole thing is about twenty feet wide, and the doorway is about thirty feet tall. Um, <gasps> Kong the doors, doors are made of iron. It looks like, um, but it looks like they have counterweight built into them, so they're pretty easy. Like they have this weight and pulley system on the outside to make them easier to open. Got the key, and I'm unlocking it. All right. Um, well, you make your way up to the door, and uh, you you kind of unlock it, and it, it kind of makes this loud clunk noise as, as you unlock the door. And uh, you, you pull it open, and as you do so, there is kind of a... There's clearly a difference in air pressure on that side versus this side, because the moment you pull it open, there's kind of this foom of air that kind of rushes out and it's kind of cold and damp the the air in inside this cave is rather warm actually um pretty warm and humid in here but on the other side of these these doors it appears to be uh kind of cold and there's this kind of heavy stench of rot and maybe fish and the vaguely like wet lizard it's like opening a door on a burp. <laughs> Smells like the Washington Coast. Sounds like we're going in the right direction. Mm. All right. Homesick. Uh, uh, so you make your way through the uh, doors. Do you close them behind you? We probably should. Yeah, let's close them and even lock them. So we can't be followed. Can we lock it from the other side? Does it look like we can? Yes. Maybe we oh, can. Yes. Oh, oh. So we don't have to wedge like a, a wooden chair against the handle, which will keep out anything. <laughs> right, Even exactly. if you had a wooden chair against like 30 foot tall doors, you're not sure it would do much. I don't know. It's like, so am I getting intimidated by like a small stool propping up like a 20 foot tall door? That's asking for trouble. You see that in a video game, you go, nope. They'll be thwarted. The physics will go crazy and like do like 60 damage to anyone in the area. Don't mess with the physics engine. All right, so uh, you make your way uh, past this door and you close it behind you and lock it. And uh, you find yourself back in kind of wild caves. Um, they are uh, winding, pretty meandering, uh, although it is very clear that there is kind of a definitive path. Um, there are some branching caves, but they don't look like they've been well traversed. Whereas... The, the path that you are on looks very clearly used uh, on a regular basis. Um, debris has been cleared out of the way, and, and there's kind of a clear winding path. There are still points where you have to kind of climb up limestone flows and around stalactites and whatnot, but uh, and stalagmites. But on the whole, the path is pretty obvious. Um, there is something you notice almost right away. Um, the moment you get through the doors, you start encountering 
piles of bone. Can we identify the bones? Are they cobalt bones? Are they just piles of masses of amounts of different bones? Well, uh, upon looking at them, you can immediately tell there's definitely two varieties that are overwhelmingly present. Um, why don't you give me a nature check? All right. Oh. Not great. Um, not great well, and not worth a hero point. You can clearly make out that some of the bones are of, you would guess, drow. Um, they, they look like uh, kind of thin, uh, narrow skeletons, humanoid, uh, slightly longer skulls, um, but you would guess drow. Um, and the fact that there are scattered about old scraps of like ruined leather and rusted weapons, um, it's pretty clear that drow died in these caves. All right. Can I tell about anything about the other set of bones? The other set of bones is definitely weird. It's not drow. That much you can be certain of, because there are bones that are like, this doesn't belong in a humanoid. Uh, and there are, uh, like at one point you find what appears to be like some sort of wing. It's really rotten and old and, and desiccated. So it's kind of hard to make out exactly what it was, but there's clearly like a wing structure um, with like thin little wing bones. Um, Could but, be a bat. Could be something else. I mean, bat seems possible, but it's really big. I mean, like it would have to be a bat that had like a 10 to 15 foot wingspan. I mean, we did run into one of those earlier. It's much, true. much, much earlier. Do they look like they met a violent end? Did they, are they just bones? Are there like chunks taken out of them? Are there cuts into them? Um, can I not tell that? It's, it's, it's a little too rotten for you to be able to tell. It does feel like the, the, the membrane between it feels almost like leather. Oh, like it's been mummified? No. Well, desiccated. It's, it's interesting. Have you seen anything like this before? Uh, you haven't, no. No. Has any of um, my party members, any of the bravos? I've never been this far underground before, so no. All right. Well, there's no way to go but forward, so step carefully. All right. Well, you continue making your way um, deeper and deeper into these caves, and uh, you come upon uh, a large open chamber um it's very big um and looks like it's been almost like intentionally cleared of debris um with a few exceptions but it is this kind of large open chamber with a mostly flat floor um looking uh across it um it looks like most of the stalagmites in the chamber have been like chipped and removed but the ceiling is dotted with dozens, if not hundreds, of stalactites up above in the vaulted ceiling. Oh, is this skelly over here? Right in front of us? There is Actually a there. skeleton right nearby that looks like it has been um, crushed underneath like a fallen stalactite. 
I'm going to step up next to it and poke it with my foot. Okay, you move to there. The Mm -hmm. moment you do so, a stalactite from the ceiling falls. Ah! Oh, no. That is going to hit a armor class of 24 flat-footed. Sure, yeah. Uh, Okay, so you are going to take... Uh, 16 points of damage from the stalactite as it falls from oh. the ceiling onto you. Um, ow, 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 ow. Wait. I'm going to go check that uh, falling stalactite for OGL violations. Uh, <laughs> so you move to that location <laughs> and one falls at you as well. Stop. Wait. Oh, good. Uh, everyone stop moving. I look up. Oh, they can't hit me. Uh, armor class of 18, I'm wagering, is going to miss. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that one just barely misses you. I look up. What do I, I do? I stop see? moving for what it's worth. So you look up, and the ceiling above is just filled with stalactites. I mean, there's there's like hundreds of them across the ceiling. Um, but your perception does notice one thing, Alana. Is something moving? No. Right here, on a stalactite up near the ceiling, there is a symbol carved into the stalactite. Does it look like the symbol that was carved into the tower? No. The Drow Citadel. No? No, it it, it looks of similar styling. It's kind of curved and sharp in places. May I use an arcana check to check it? Please. Uh, Do you speak speak undercommon, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah, go right ahead. And whoop. That's that's a terrible roll. A four. Basically 17 total. Yeah, you're not sure what that is. Um, Ooh, can I try uh, occultism on it? Yes. Yay. Uh, I got the same thing. A 14. Um, That's not so, the same thing at all. Never mind. Yeah. Uh, so, Shenson, uh, what languages do you speak? Common, Elven, Undercommon, Aklo. Okay. Um... So, um, it's, it's, it's definitely drow. You recognize it as such. Oh, Um, and if you had a better look at at it, you might be able to read it. How high up is it? Eh, About 30 feet. Um, all right, I'm going to float up there. With a levitate spell. Okay. Uh, so I'm assuming you're moving back. Yeah. All right. So you float, uh, get back and float up there and take a close look at it. And it, you're pretty sure, you, you can't be 100% certain because you're you're really rusty. Um, but it looks like the drow word for light. Huh. Can I can I look at it in a different um, cock my head to the side and instead of looking at it with an occult eye, we'll look at it with a religion eye. Uh, you can try. That's much worse. <laughs> this is the this is the sacred uh, non-dropping stalactite. 
you Shenzhen, think this you... is a uh, is the the sacred uh, sign of the 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 center of the earth? <laughs> Shenzhen, what do you see? Huh. Uh, it's it's a weird looking. It looks like the drow word for light. Um, uh, is there any little? Go ahead. Oh, I, and I'm going to look out into the cave itself to see if um, me being up higher has given me a better look at, you know, anything lying in wait or anything like that. So, or if I can really see this see up close, anything... how the uh... give me give me a give me a perception check there, uh, uh, Shenson, since you're up near it. Twenty. So you notice that um, in the surface, like kind of in the recesses of this particular stalactites, there are these tiny little silkworms. There's these little worms crawling around, like silkworms crawling around up here. What do you make of that, uh, Alana? Well, well, you said light, right? Yeah. Lauren, can you can you throw a rock out of the light into the darkness? I, I throw have a, a theory. Rock. Like, can we make it into the dark? Mage projectile it. So, like a rock with a light spell on it. Yes, or just a rock in general. I, I can do both. I cast light on a rock and I throw it away out there. Um, yeah, you can cast light on a rock and throw it out there, and that, I mean, that will light up the room. Um, it's, I'm, I, I don't want to light up the room. I want to see if they react to things that move in the light. So if something moves in the dark and nothing happens versus us moving here in the light, it means we have to douse it. So you throw a, a lit rock into the room, and technically that makes the light on your staff go away because you can only have one up at a time. Yeah, um, that's fine. Don't move. <laughs> uh it's not a problem because I'm assuming he's going to cast it back on his staff in just yeah, a second. Yeah. Um, you go throwing it out into the room, and that certainly gives you a uh, better look at what's in the room, but it's just a big empty cave and nothing happens. Now, while this is all happening, Rourke, what are you doing? Uh, holding my head. Um, but I'm not moving back yet, but I'm going to take a look at this broken piece of rock that's just in front of me. Uh, yeah, it looks like a stalactite fell in. Uh, looking at this skeleton, his clavicle and two of his oh. ribs on one side are shattered. Oh, you hate to see it. As if he, like, took a stalactite right to the chest. Chest. Oh, he must have laid down um, before the stalactite hit him. Uh, well, he fell, and that's why he's playing <laughs> like fine. that. <laughs> um, uh, can I take... I don't really have much in the way of skills in this fashion, but I want to look at, like, the the part that looks broken off of the stalactite that would have been stalactite that would have been attached to the ceiling. Does that make sense? You know, like, yeah, sure. Um, uh, yeah, you look at it and, uh, um, give me a perception check. Sure. 22. Um, you notice that there are on the underside of it there, uh, like on the part that would have been up on the ceiling, uh, mm -hmm. There are a series of runes drawn. And dogs in the distance in the caves. Not mine. Oh, this is interesting. Interesting. One second. Hold on. Someone else. Do so okay, he's done. Okay. All right, um, yeah. uh, <laughs> uh, I think, I think, can I, can I uh, use, I, I am trained in thievery uh, in terms of like, you know, disabling devices and whatnot. Can I use that information in that end like oh, this is how this trap might work so you're you know looking at it and you're you're are you trained in thievery yes okay 
Um, so uh, looking at it, yeah, you're pretty sure this room is filled with traps if, right, if it yeah. fell on those <laughs> two. Um, and it, unfortunately, if it's filled with magical sensors, those are notoriously hard to disrupt. Right, yeah, okay. Not impossible, well, so but you would have mm. to do like every square. <laughs> yeah. Oof. Uh, uh, well, uh, it's definitely uh, oh, dangerous, first, dangerous. Well, I, my first thought is we telekinetic projectile and send as many things out there as much as possible to see if they activate the trap. And then we don't have to activate it if it already activated. And then we'll know what's roughly safe to walk in. Yeah, but, but if it's magical, it might know the difference between random rock and person. True. Does mirror okay. image count as a person? And would mirror image take damage if it... mirror image does not count as a person? Damn. Okay. It's, oh. I assume I assume there's a rune on the ground right in front of Shinsen, right? No, it's up in the ceiling. Up in the ceiling. I step in front of Shinsen with, uh -oh. with when I cast shield before I go. Boom, and I step up. Nothing happens. Okay. Where's the next? I look up. And you don't see any more runes. Okay. Before we get any uh, go any further in this, uh, Alana, can I get a bandage or two? Yes. We're still wounded uh, from that drow fight. I'm going to take my staff and cast a two-action heal. First level with the staff. Ooh. Regain <laughs> 10. <For> 10. <laughs> exactly <laughs> what you lost. Um, um, le less than what I lost. Uh, Shenson, do you, you want me to put you up the check? Oh, society check. <gasps> Inside a cave? That's very intriguing in and of itself. That's a 22. So, Drow kind of despise light. Yep. They My really guess don't is like the... it. So, it's really odd that there is a thing here asking for light. Uh, the light might actually be what is triggering these things. Uh, Rourke, you want me to uh, grab you and carry you up here so you can look at this thing in depth and maybe this is the sensor that you can disable oh I'll, I can try alright I'll float down and grab him and float back up oh. and aim him at the stalactite and kind of shake him a little because <laughs> that's how I figure it works alright well uh, give me maybe an not athletics shake check athletics yeah it's a 29 yeah if you're going to be lugging around other player characters like a sack of potatoes I'm going to need an athletics check He's He's got follow bones, follow hollow bones. Yeah. Uh, well, you don't want to test that by dropping him. So uh, you uh -huh. you haul him up there, and uh, uh, Rourke, can you give me a uh, thievery check? Yeah, I'll get my tools out and do a little thievering. Ooh, nice. Oh, that's a critical natural 20 for a 31. That is an amazing roll that tells you without a doubt that this is not a sensor. This isn't the sensor. Okay. Ah. Oh. Well, I still uh, nice and you're I, not sure what's it. going on, but there are silkworms kind of all over this thing. Uh, and you notice that uh, they are kind of reaching up into the recesses of the ceiling that you can't really get up into. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. Can I, they, can I pluck one? To bring are they it holding it up? They're not holding it up. They're just attached to it. And Rourke, you can totally pluck one off the surface. It kind of squirms in your fingers. And I'll I'll toss it down to Alana. And I'll as be, you do so, I didn't need it. Uh, as you do so, uh, it like drags a thin line of silk from behind it back to the stalactite. So when you try and toss it, it just kind of hangs. 
Ah, come here, you. Ah. And then it's trying to climb back up. Yeah. Hey, uh, snap the piece of silk off. And, and So they're, they're not holding the stalactites up. Oh, no. 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 Uh, the Shenson, uh, lower us. Uh, first floor, please. Alana. Alana. Can you yes. cast dancing lights in front of us, please? All right. Oh, the flavors that work. Make a nice long trail in front of us. Just stay full as far as ahead as we can go, about 10 feet apart. Aye, aye. So uh, you cast dancing lights, which creates a number of kind of globes of of glowing light. Nothing in the room really changes when you do that. I mean, I it lights a, up more. I take a step forward. Uh, yeah, you're fine. And all right. All right, we'll keep going. Step. All right. Step. You step into that square. No, go back one. Okay. Uh, a stalactite falls on you. Can I get a reflex? Oh, it's a critical fail. I'm just going to miss. How about that? Okay. Well, I'm just going to anything, Lord. I'm just going to brute force it. Because <laughs> I'm that tired of waiting. That doesn't seem like the best idea. Unless you want me to start <laughs> well, swinging these dying. back up at the ceiling. <laughs> well, Brooke, what are you? What were you trying to pass down to me? This worm. To, uh, is this like normal cave silkworm? Why is it up on the ceiling? That seems like something. Well, my my twenty total tells me about this worm in this cave that I've never been in before. So, um, you, uh, take a good look at this silkworm. Um, there's nothing in particular very special about it, but it is from a kind of a family of silkworms that grows in kind of large, or that lives in large colonies of silkworms. Um, so there's undoubtedly a lot of them up there. They, They tend to live in one giant interconnected colony of silkworms. So we can probably be guaranteed that between all the stalactites or mites, uh, it's just going to be a bunch of silkworms hanging out. Um. Well, you didn't. So, uh, you 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 can't be sure of that. But I mean, that it could be. Yeah. It's, well, if they're if if they're known for hanging out in large colonies, there, there's got to be more up there. Probably. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what that has to do if they're not holding up the stalactites, which was a wild idea. Uh, I'm not quite sure what they're doing. I'm going to hold it up to one of my little dancing lights. Um, it kind of just squirms in the light, but it doesn't really do anything. Okay, well, I'm going to put I it cast, up against... Like, I cast telekinetic projectile at a couple squares in front of me up to the ceiling and go... <gasps> so you go throwing some rocks around, and, and they bang around off the stalactites, but nothing really happens. Lauren, douse your light. And I'll douse the magic light. Okay. Oof. I mean, I, I, I can I can go ahead and, and turn off your light, but <laughs> I mean what I'm gonna do fun. is just I I'm just gonna cast telekinetic projectile above the lag titan mites, whatever, above that one, see if any of them shake loose and then take a step. All right, so you you go throwing some rocks up at the stalactites, and I mean chips of rock and stuff fall, um, but like I mean the ceiling's literally covered in stalactites. So yeah, I'm just getting a guesstimation. You know, the the sure. ones large enough to dome me to death. All right, 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I, no, no, like, That'll help. no, I don't need to do any of this. Gritzfeld, I summon anime dead. Just, just oh. <laughs> Gritzfeld, get up here. Right, what, right what, to, are you, what are you summoning at him as? Uh, just a normal skeleton, like right in front of me. I stacked up on it, so he's going to be very useful. All right, so you summon Grisfell, and he's like, what's up? And then a stalactite falls on him. Uh, I think that might still hit him, unfortunately. I mean, it's a skeleton. It's going to hit him no matter what. Or AC's a lot like, of AC. what, yeah, two? That, that, that hits him right on the nose. Um, and, uh, oh boy, that's bad. That's, ba that's bad I, for him. I like yeah. the record and, to show that I resisted dead. any jokes about what was up. <laughs> <laughs> so, Grisfell appears and is like, hey, what's up? And then gets crushed by a stalactite. And is gone. <laughs> cool, that's clear. Next, summon. Uh, wait, <laughs> so wait. You step into that square, and another stalactite falls. I see. Can you let's? Can we shrink the light a little bit? We'll like douse a, my magic lights. Okay, Armor class twenty three. Uh, with shield, that is a hit, and I'll absorb Take five 13. of it. Thirteen, or I absorb five of it, so. However, you could do math better than me. Uh, yeah, if you're gonna if you're gonna knock off some, that's fine. Yeah, like but that'll remove your ability to cast shield for what, like ten minutes or something. Oh yeah, that's fine. I'm going to step. If we can shrink the light, that'd be easier. But I'm going to. I said I shrink the light. Okay. Before I stepped uh, in, I can, so. I can, I can shrink your your light radius. That's not a problem. Can you please? Like, I doused my magic lights. I'm going to try stepping in the dark. If it doesn't like the light, let's try moving in the dark. <gasps> Spooky. I'm going to step over here. A stalactite falls. Okay, that's not what I thought. Armor class, 25. Yeah, that hits me. For 13 points of damage. All right. Oof, okay. Um, if we could just brute force it like Lorne, because apparently if knocking one down, another one will replace it. Wait, 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 wait. Light has other meanings. Uh, uh, meaning, like, not heavy, right? Like, step lightly? Me, me, uh, I don't, uh, uh, is that, is that, uh, is, are those intricacies of the drow language, Shenson? That those exist, synonyms exist? Or, or not synonyms, um, homo, homo, homonyms. Do they? I um, assume not, but maybe. In, in in the drow tongue, light and like flying or having little weight are not the same word. Okay. Um, but uh, light does have a lot of meanings in drow. There is like. Because they, they, many of them are born with the ability to create light, even though they don't like it. Um, so they never use bright light sources. They oftentimes just use very faint, faint ones, uh, especially the ones that they can create. Maybe if... Uh, so that's just a plain old light spell, correct, that Drow can do. Maybe, Lauren throw a light spell on that uh, that rune up here. Uh, Shenson, give me a, a society check. Ooh, I like making society checks. 
28. Oh, that's a crit. crit. Drow can't cast light. Uh, they, they can, can cast... cast dancing lights and fairy fire. Oh, fairy fire. Cast fairy fire up here, Lauren. Yeah, yeah. Let me just find that spell I don't have. Fine. I just walk all the way back here. Cast light on oh. rune. <laughs> I don't I don't care. So uh, you walk back there. Uh, a stalactite does fall at you as you make your way back, uh, but it's going to miss, I think. Does it fall 18? on him even though he, he walks now, so. in a square? Uh, he When he stepped back into this square, a stalactite fell on him, uh, but it missed. Okay, so it, but it didn't use, so it's like you don't we aren't using up the stalactites ammunition above us well you you wouldn't you wouldn't surprise you if eventually they run out but each square has several in it so okay i mean it's not exactly something you want to expend like don't worry eventually they'll run out of bullets <laughs> that can be a viable tactic especially so in a game you, where bullets are aren't invented yet light up there i'm casting light on the rune okay um let me check something. Hold on just a second. The other option would be me for me to cast dancing lights and send them up there. It might work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we're either about to make it very mad or we're about to figure this out. Uh okay, so you like- cast you cast light up there, but it targets the stalactite. Um, which means the stalactite grow glows. All right, let's keep going. Avoid. Uh, another stalactite falls on you. <laughs> Look, I there's not enough pieces of this puzzle. I'm gonna brute force and keep walking until I get enough hints. I, I'm gonna push. I'm gonna cast magic uh, dancing lights up at the rune. Uh, I'm gonna wait for more chances to draw X's. So you cast Dancing Light up on the runes, uh, but that doesn't really do anything. It just creates kind of a, a, a glowing series of lights. Uh, everybody give me a perception like check. What about... Silk, do silkworms glow? No. No. What glows? That's glowworms. Glowworms glow. 26. Lauren got a 12. Got a 10. So... Alana, you notice that the silkworms are, like, not in this square. They're not in uh, uh, the square that you're in. But you do see them here. And you do see a colony here. Shenson, take a step forward. Like a, a, a on-my-ground step or like a float-through-the-air step? Either one, just right there. All right. I'll grip my teeth. Waiting for something uh, to You move to there head. and nothing happens. Lauren, can you... Hey. I'm going to put as many dancing lights up in the ceiling as I can. Look for silkworms. Okay. I look for silkworms. Uh, well, give me a perception check. Uh, They're very hard to spot from down at the floor. I perceive with a 21. You see silkworms in this square. Nothing in front but of me. not in the square you are in or the square that you just left. Oh, silkworms don't live in dropsy uh, squares because they don't want to fall down. I mean, technically, because 
We can still brute force it, especially if we run fast enough. I mean, it still takes them a long time to fall. Shamsen, with how physics you... works, you just run to the other side. I mean, it's and it works. It takes a while to unhinge and then fall down. I, I like how you're trying to out-physics the trap. <laughs> I mean, that's how it works. Shenson, can you levitate up and use some of my dancing lights to see if you can spot any more silkworms? Float. I float on up. Looking for worms. So you float up and you can clearly make out the silkworms. The problem is you can't really get up into their nesting area, which is closer to the ceiling, because there's just too many damn stalactites. So it's it's really hard to make out what's going on up there. So um, I'm going to kind of pull my way along, like grabbing onto the solid stalactites and pulling into silkworm squares and avoiding non-silkworm squares. Uh, yeah, I mean, you can kind of do that. It's going to take a series of perception checks. I have a feeling that's how we're going to get through this tunnel anyway. How about a 10? I get my eyeball, my, the, the, the softest, squishiest part of my eyeball, I put it right up next to the point of one of the stalactites to get a good look. Uh, so you're taking a really good look and, uh, it occurs to you that, you know, with, with your intricate knowledge of the drow, that if you had fairy fire and could cast fairy fire on this, it would probably light up the whole damn colony. Hmm. We don't have fairy fire. That is a problem. <laughs> I don't have that prepared. Why don't I we have could that prepared? Just go, we could just camp out here and, and yeah, let Alana prepare fairy fire. We do need a long rest anyway. I mean, up to you. If you guys want to find a cave to rest and prepare a, a, a spell to help you get through this, you can. Um, you can also just take it very slow. Um, it's up to you. With lots of perceptions, but I have a feeling that there's going to be something very dangerous and angry on the other side of this cave, so I'd rather have all of my spells and all of my... be feeling better uh, when I'd we okay meet with, the other uh, side. with taking a, taking a rest, too. I wouldn't use my last third-level spell to float. Which I'm not complaining about because it's fun floating. Hmm. All right, we, we head 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 back a little bit. Uh, All right, towards where yep. we came from. Well, and if I... you're gonna if you're gonna go and uh, head back, you can certainly do that. So uh, you can uh, find your way back. Give me a survival check to try and find a uh, suitable campsite. Somebody do it because I mean, Rogue the... doesn't want to. Yeah. I can, uh, let's see. I got a plus two, 11. I can do better than that. No, I can't. No, you, you didn't. You got a five. I can. Let's, let's sleep on this bed full of scorpions. They're, they look soft. Start clicking it again, Alana. It's exfoliating. Oh, no, it will not let me leave my spell sheet. Okay, yeah, your your browser froze up, I guess. I'm <laughs> you're stuck without your druid for at least a moment. We stumble well, around our... in the dock. Is it is it froze up for all of us? Nope, nope. Uh... Wait, wait, I got this. No. Okay. No, I don't got there this. There we go. I don't got this. I've got to do. I'm trying to summon fairy fire. Right I'm not caring about where we sleep. You can just sleep just... right here in this the opening of the cave. That seems safe. Uh, yeah, I mean, if, if that's what you want to do. Huddle <laughs> together around Griswold's skull for light. Uh, sure. 
All right. Well, uh, you can you can back your way up. Nobody finds a particularly good place to rest. Um, uh, uh, but you find a place where you can at least lay down and, and try and get some rest. It's going to take a bit longer. It burns some extra time, but you're not really under time pressure. So, um, all right. Well, you can all rest up. Um, Do some medicine. Yeah, everybody can everybody can be healed back up to full. And, Do some uh, meditating. And then... All right. All right, I'm going to do some meditating and in the morning summon it from within myself. All right. And cast fairy fire at the ceiling. All right, so uh, everybody is able to regain all their hit points and uh, regain their spells. And uh, in that next morning, you're able to cast fairy fire and defeat my trap that clearly I should have checked to see if anyone had fairy fire before I designed. Uh, <laughs> ah, the joys of being a GM. All right, uh, so let me go ahead and do this. Ooh, fancy. I'll, I'll I'll lead the way with my shield up above my head, <laughs> just in case. All right. I follow Rourke. All right, everyone step where I step. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right, so Rourke, when you step into that square, this square right here, you get mm -hmm. a stalactite. What? But, but, but. It's not clear. The square that you step into after it, you're fine. <laughs> okay, but, but, oh, oh diagonals. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> uh, take thirteen. All right, all right, all right. All right, don't step there. Just kind of, yeah. And diagonals are a thing. <clears throat> well, next that one. It was this one. It was this one that was bad. Yeah, so so interestingly enough, uh, once you uh, cast Fairy Fire on the glowworms, they are treated as an entire colony, and the entire thing glows. So the moment you do it, like this snake of like scintillating light kind of dances between the pillars around the top of the room, winding through the cavern in kind of a, a sinuous S. Um, and uh, I, 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 it looks like you've got a line now that'll lead you through it. Um, so I'll let Rourke lead the way until he okay. decides not to. Uh, but know, continue moving, and I'll let you know if you need to stop. Right. Yeah. Yeah, you're fine. Okay. Well, yeah. Uh, I'm going to step here. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, uh, here. Yeah, you're fine. Okay. All right. Looking good. So far, so good, everybody. Yeah, you're doing great. You do notice that whenever the light gets in the way, it becomes hard to see the glowworm glow, it making sure it does. hard to realize where you uh -huh. need to go. Why are you possessed? What's going on? Okay. I mean, do we want to douse? I've soul? already doused it a long time ago. Yeah, no worries. Oh, no. I, okay. I'm leaving it on yeah. so that people who are watching can actually That's see. That's fair. <laughs> yes. I'll go there. Oh, there. Alana, you keep jumping all over the place. <laughs> 
Roll twenty is possessed today. Yeah, that's fair. Roll twenty like, doesn't like. Roll twenty is trying to trying to get you in trouble. <laughs> it's trying yeah. to get ahead on Friday the thirteenth. Yeah, fair oh. enough. So there you go. Right. You made it. We did yeah. it. No worries. Yeah, you yeah. found you found hey. your way across. All right. <laughs> All right. And I'm, right. and I'm gone. Well, there we, we go. Continue my on. my Here, irritating trap has been defeated. Yeah, I got you, Lana. Hold up. Just to make it easier for him. There you go. No, it was interesting. Well, I did what I could. I just didn't realize nobody had fairy fire. All right, moving on. Uh, <laughs> Luckily, it's a primal spell that, that any druid could have. Yeah, yeah I knew I that the party to... had a way to get it. I just I didn't yeah. check. So. I just had to focus on it. It was not one that I would have prepped. All right. Well, uh, you know, leaving this cave behind, you continue your journey through the Darklands, uh, making your way deeper and deeper into this cave structure. Um, you find kind of more areas that it is clear that they were designed for like a defensive posture. There's like barriers and whatnot around choke points looking out into larger open caves. You find like empty crossbow bolt cases and occasionally like a broken hand crossbow. It looks like all of this stuff, by the way, looks really old, like several years, like it's been just sitting down here. You don't find anything recent. Like, oh, this is before the drow got their <clears throat> treaty with the cloakers. I bet they wore it against one another. Could be. Um, before oh, I move, oh, before that. I let you guys move on, I'm going to go ahead and readjust Lauren's light to be back to normal. There we go. Um, you uh, continue making your way uh, deeper and deeper into this this cave structure, and eventually you come to a point where. Um, you find yourself at the bottom of like a vast shaft of open space going up into the darkness. Um, and it's almost as if they're like, you're in this first one and you think it's an anomaly and just kind of a weird, you're at like the bottom of a vast pit. Um, but you leave that one behind through a, through a, uh, a tunnel in the bottom and find yourself in another one, not 10 minutes later. Um, and you quickly come to realize that the area that you're in is a series of these vast shafts going up uh, through the Darklands that you are in the bottom of. So these clearly rise up to some great height. And uh, after a bit, you've, uh, as I said, you, you're continuing to follow this well-worn path. Um, and after a bit, you find that uh, along the inside of one of these shafts, there is this winding staircase it looks relatively natural making its way up the outside of the uh the the shaft no matter where you live a worldwide pathfinder second edition campaign is only a click away take on the role of an agent of the pathfinder society a legendary league of explorers archaeologists and adventurers dedicated to discovering and chronicling the greatest mysteries and wonders of an ancient world you can play online through paizo's virtual tabletop partners at your local hobby store and right around your own kitchen table each scenario provides enough adventure for four to five hours of gameplay while quests and bounties provide for shorter experiences Join the Pathfinder Society and begin your adventure with more than a million other players by visiting PathfinderSociety.club. So there's a shaft going all the way up, and then it looks like there's another going even well, deeper. You, in the you begin of the room. making your way up it. Uh, and uh, so 
in reality, you you actually came from this way. This continues going down, like, because it's spiraling around. Okay. Right? So the map I'm so showing is like you is two-dimensional, but it's actually rising up. So it's like an inverted screw. Yeah, kind of. Okay. Biggest spiral staircase ever. Yeah, kind of. Um, you know, that that's not a bad way to describe it. It gets generally kind of... Um, at points, it gets kind of wider and then narrower as it goes up. It's not really uniform. It's just this giant kind of crevice in the earth. I am going to look up, see if I can spot anything. Uh, 14. Ooh, yeah, I don't see anything. It's you tall and it's dark. Nothing. <laughs> I'm a little bit afraid of heights. There, I don't want to like, look at the edge of it. Is there like caveworm grease along the sides of this shaft? Like, Did you say caveworm grease? Yeah, yeah. CWG. Is there any of that stuff? Coding no, there's the no CWG. CWG forty. Okay, that's that's good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> good. That's good. That yeah. stuff's gross. It sticks. It gets everywhere. That, well, worms. that's how you lubricate your your drow hand crossbows. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Ew, yeah. I don't want that. Do I have to go find that, that now to make my crossbow work? Mm. Eh. <laughs> Scrape the walls. Yeah, you just got to come down here every once in a while and rub it on the walls. <laughs> I'm just going to drag it against the wall right. behind us. I'm going to start creepy, creepy along up here. All right. Whoops. Um, so you begin making your way up this way. Can I get everybody to uh, give me a perception check? Not Alana. You already gave me Oh, one. darn. No, I'm, I'm ignoring yours. <laughs> no, I'm but it's a, a 26. Yeah. All right. That first one was a one. I know. Yeah, you rolled a one earlier. You're staring at your feet. Um, I'm scared of heights. I don't like this at all. uh, You're making your way kind of up this uh, uh, winding cavern. And um, quite suddenly, all of you start to feel sick. Can all of you give me a will save, please? Uh. Ooh, a 26. Uh, 19. 23. No, sorry. Uh, we'll save, 24. please. Yes. All right. Um, so, let's see. Alana, you're in the back here, and, yep. uh, you start to really not feel well. Um, is the you sleepy feel, bean back? Uh, very sick. Um, and we're we're just gonna go ahead and and put put the the bean on you. The sleepy <laughs> no. bean is back. Um. But worse than that, you also um fall prone. Uh, you're 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 doubled over in kind of sickness. Um, the rest of you. Um, feel just kind of generally uh, nauseous, um, but y- it, it kind of comes and goes, and like your head is really swimming, and it's 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 nausea, but it's that kind of nausea you get from like a really bad headache. Not that your stomach's actually turned, but it's one and the same. When you're um, so hungry, you're nauseous, but you can't eat because you're nauseous. So <laughs> it's uh, in that moment that. So remember, you're on this kind of corkscrewing pathway. And so there's like ceiling above you. 
that is probably the pathway up above, right? Uh, and in that, there are stalactites up there. And quite suddenly, unwrapping from one of these stalactites is this nightmarish creature. Um, it, it, it kind of unwraps from it as if it were holding on to it. And as it does so, it, it unleashes these large leathery wings and it looks like a flying ray um oh. and it is also for some reason emitting a great deal of light that i need to figure out why um that's i mean on my weird. side it's not but let's let's go ahead yeah it's not an art. okay <laughs> that that was odd um but yeah it uh it comes uh unwrapping from the ceiling above um and uh, begins to swoop at you um, to attack. And at that, I'm going to need everyone to roll initiative. It's time, boys. Morn got a 24. 31. Can I do stealth to do initiative since I was sneaking? Oh, uh, sure. Yeah. Ooh, 29. You, can do it. you and me are going to be the last, Lauren. No, it's fine. I'm used well, to being last in dodgeball. <laughs> Picked last for fight. fight ball. <laughs> That's okay. If it makes you feel any better, I rolled terrible. All right. I um, sure did. So, Alana, you get to go first, but you are, uh, you, you as you fall prone, you, you see this thing and, and you get a sense of it, even though you're getting kind of the worst of it. Um so you are prone, you are sickened two, which is going to give you a penalty of two on all of your d20 rolls. No. Um, and I can't make friends with it, can I? What was that? And I can't make friends with it with wild empathy, can I? This thing does not look like a natural creature that you've ever seen. Oh, okay. I, I'm sickened. Can I take, uh, can I roll fortitude to shake it off? Uh, you can attempt a will save to attempt to um, retch, basically, and, and shake off the sickened condition. Okay, let's see. And that That's will be going like... to be one action, and that will reduce it from two to one if you're successful. Oh, right. Then we are going to see if I can do that first and try to shake it. 26 minus 2, 24. Um, that is going to take it down to one. Oh, okay. So, that's so you don't feel as bad. You're still prone. Um, you still feel mildly nauseous. And can I do that again in the same turn or not right now? Sure. Yeah, you can keep trying. Oof, I can do that. Or I still have two actions and I'm going to focus and I'm I'm, I'm going to squint at it through the headache and cast Earthbind. <laughs> <laughs> because Yay! that thing's coming down at us. All right. So uh, that requires me to make a fortitude saving throw. Uh, you cast Earthbind at it. Fortitude save. Here we go. No! <laughs> Rad. Um, all right. So it floats down to the ground. Was it at least above some amount of ground? Yeah. Okay. Um, so it floats down to the ground and is like scrabbling on the edge there. But that is the end of uh, its turn and it cannot fly. Shenson. I... I'm going to get us all inspired and linger that inspiration with a perform check. Where's my performance? There it is. 28. Is that a 
regular or a, th a crit? Um, let me double check here. Just half a second. Uh, that is a regular success. All right. So that's one set of action. Indeed. And then uh, I'm going to... Uh, it's down on the ground, so I'm going to um, try to make it stay on the ground by shooting a color spray at it. Oh! <laughs> All right, you uh, you give it a blast of rainbow. Mmm, taste it! Taste it! Yeah! And uh, we will go ahead and make a will save on that one. But it is oh. going to succeed and be dazzled for a round. All right, I'm done. Ah. Uh, all right. Uh, that is the end of Shenson's turn. Rourke. Okay. By the way, I'm calling this thing flat-footed uh, just because it has so little purchase on the ground after the spell brought it down. Fair enough. Is this but a square in its lower left corner enough for me to tumble through? Is enough ground there for me to, to try to tumble through? Yeah, sure. Okay, so I'm going to tumble through it. I'm going to go there and then end up there, hopefully. We'll find out how we do. Uh, 29 acrobatics check. A 29 is a success. All right, that gives me panache. And it would, if it were already flat-footed, it'd be flat-footed again. So, uh, to me. I'm going to strike at it with my sword. Oops. All right, your sword comes flashing out at it. A 28 to hit. A 28 is a solid hit. Nice. That's 13 uh, damage, three of which is precision if it can take precision damage. It can take precision damage. You slice it up, Good to know. Uh, putting a, a slice through one of its membranous leathery wing flaps. Take that, you wing flap! This is this is not this is not the way you should be flying. You know, whatever this is, this is not normal bird stuff. Ugh, hate it. <laughs> this thing is very <laughs> unbird-like. Flying things that aren't birds. Lorne. Um, uh, I'm going to raise my buckler as my last Oh, action. yeah, very good. All right, uh, Lorne. Telekinetic projectile on it. That's a 25. A 25 will hit for 16 damage. You pick up a piece of rock Plus and fling it through the air. Um, It takes the damage, but is still up and fighting. And I cast shield, and then I'm done. Oh, is that uh, the bard bonus reminder there, James? Yeah, just giant yeah. plus one written on the table. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I forgot. It needs to be properly Saren Ray shiny. There we go. There you go. Beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Great. Um. Hmm. All right. So, uh, uh, let's see. Uh, so that was Lauren's turn. Next up, the creatures go all right so the first thing that's going to happen is uh this thing is going to move to get on better footing because it's barely on the ground uh so it's going to move to there and once there um it is all right uh it is going to attempt to envelop rourke <gasps> <laughs> All right, so I'm going to go ahead reflex and make DC. a oh, wow. attack okay. roll well, against a... your reflex DC, Rourke. Here Dangerous it comes. hug. 
Oh, uh, 17 is probably not going to do it. So I'm going to spend a villain point. No, no. Oh. Oh. A 28 against your reflex DC undoubtedly will do it. It will hit. All right. So you are restrained. Uh, it uh, just it, it just scrabbles over onto the ground and just like lurches at you to engulf you uh, with its with its uh, large flaps. Oh, um, it can't fly anyway, which is fine. Uh, and then with its uh, last action, it is going to attempt to bite you. And this will be its second attack, so it's going to take a penalty. A 20 is probably not going to do it, even though you are restrained. I am uh, uh, flat-footed, right? Uh, yes. I've immobilized, doesn't do anything to my DC. Okay, yeah, uh, I have a 22 with my shield was up. <laughs> yeah. I'm keeping my you're, buckler just at its face. You're, you're trying to buckle its away its jaws ah. that are trying to bite you inside the wet, smelly, leathery darkness. Oh, I'm in here. Hell <laughs> it looks kind of warm. Is it comfy? Is it, is it like being no. wearing one of those weighted blankets? Oh, no, it isn't. Uh, let's see. One, two, three. So, coming, swooping out of the darkness is a second one of these nightmarish things, almost as if uh, these things look like flying animated cloaks uh, with teeth. <laughs> and it comes oh. swooping out of the darkness, and it's going to take a uh, jaw attack. It's going to attempt to bite you, Lorne. Here Better it comes. It. Armor class 26. That'll do it. Uh, take nine points of damage as the jaws uh, latch onto you. I should do my absorption thing. All right. Uh, with that, you will take uh, 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 a little less damage. I'll let you subtract that off. Yeah, I gotcha. And with its final action, it's going to lash out with its tail against Alana. A of natural course. 20 is a oh. critical hit. The Quality tail lashes out, uh, p piercing you right in the neck for 36 points of damage. Oh, now I'm really glad we slept the night through. Oh, that hurt very much. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to go ahead and move. Uh, Is there another one? No, we're just moving things. Okay. No, I'm, ju I'm just moving stuff that's kind of in my way here. All oh, right. Oh, keep moving. That. No, keep moving things. There you go. Ah, good. All first right. one. Uh, that for a is bit. the end of their turn. Top of the order, Alana. You have two of these nightmarish creatures bearing down upon you. What do you do? And one of them poked me in the neck. Okay, can I do another fortitude or will to take the rest of this off? Uh, it would be another will save. All right, let's do it. Two, plus one, 20. Or do I still have the negative two? Uh, well, you still have a negative one uh, because it's down to sick and one. But that is not going to be enough. You still have it. It's 19. All right. That's 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 fine. I still have two actions, and I have some magic, and this thing attacked me, and I am not. I am going to push it back. All right. You unleash a torrent of water at this creature. Uh, dealing it nine points of bludgeoning damage. It will take that, and it is pushed back five, but it is still flying and flapping in the darkness. Oh, uh, 
don't know how many more those are. I don't want to use the other. Okay. All right. That is the end of Alana's turn. Shenson. All right. This this flappy flap flap just uh, got up in my grill, so I'm going to be able to do a full attack on it, which I do. So I, stab, right. I slash him. Excuse me. Once with my scimitar. The 26. A 26 will hit. Uh, that is a clean, solid hit for 14 points of damage. Um, however, right. uh oh, uh, it is enveloping Rourke. Rourke wow. takes seven. Oh, I'm in here! I'm and in here! I take seven. Huh. That makes me do something <laughs> different for my huh. my next two things. <laughs> I'm going to soundburst on the two of them and not hit any one of us. All right. So they uh, get a fortitude save. We'll check and see if that's going to uh, attacks. That doesn't count as an attack. All right, sure, that'll work. Um, so you sound burst both of them. All right, that's going to require me to make fortitude saves. Here's the first one. No, barely well, not. A it's crit, a success, but not a crit success. And here's the second one. Nah. Also a success. So they're both going to take half damage. Uh, Does uh, Bard bonus add to spell damage or just weapon damage? I think it's just attack damage. Um, so they'll both take nine. It says attack rolls, damage rolls, and saves against fear effects. Oh, sure. We'll bump that up one. That's fine. Yay! Let's squeeze out my my tiny little bits of damage where I can. Every every little bit helps. All right. Uh, so this loud clattering boom hits, and they both kind of flap around at the loud noise, uh, but they're continuing to fight. Uh, the one that is enveloping uh, Rourke looks... is starting to look kind of beat up, but you can see Rourke's uh, blood pooling out from underneath this thing. Rourke! Ah! Well, being restrained, the only thing I can really do is attempt to escape. Am I the only one who thinks of those uh, winged guys that eat people from Beastmaster whenever uh, one of these... No, Beastmaster's the best. <laughs> uh, that's an acrobatics check, right? Does that mean we... Use to escape? Uh, yeah, you can, you can attempt to escape spirits. with acrobatics. A 29... Mm. A 29 is a success. You will break free from its grasp. Okay. Um, ugh, stumble back, uh, bumping in, into this rock right behind me, uh, and then I will use a, an action to do a confident finisher. This will be a second attack. All right. Uh, but ugh, I got to do some damage to this thing. Hmm. Hmm. That is a 20 to hit. That is a uh, 20. <laughs> uh, oh, boy. Um, I'll spend Wait, that hero point. Going to spend a hero point. All right. Yeah. Good call. I'm going to regret it. A 25. No, no, you won't. That will hit and do additional damage. You do 28 points of damage. damage. Yes. That's a good hero pointing. That yeah. is... A, uh, you deal this thing a horrifying wound. You slash at it, uh, cutting right through its back. Part of its tail looks like it's half severed 
the thing is flapping and flailing about on the ground. <laughs> it can't move. It can't fly. Um, uh, but it is still alive. Uh, I will then raise my buckler and right. say, I already have a cloak. Thank you very much. <laughs> Indeed. Lorne Barnes. I will summon a zombie brute to the left of me. A zombie brute, huh? Yes. I hope you still have that token thing around. Well, I'm about to find out if I do. I do. Uh, where are you summoning it? To the left of me. So I can squeeze it up, pop in there. And I want that one to attack the one that uh, Keely weakened. Okay. And now we're flanking it, too. Yes. Indeed. Uh, the zombie brute appears. That is your entire turn. And it will slam out it with its fist. And that will hit this thing that looks horribly wounded. It flops around to attempt to fight Keely. It's large cloaky limbs flapping around. The zombie just crawls up out of the earth as if summoned from the depths of hell and slams its fist down into the cloaker and it dies. Yay. Good job, Bruticus. Just realized I made the initiative order disappear. Oops. And on its other and it's on its other action, I want it to uh basically attack the other one. It ain't gonna hit anything, but might as well try. What? Don't underestimate Bruticus. He's got a lot to say. He is uh, he is going to slash out with his other fist, but it comes nowhere close. Yeah, to horribly misses. Yeah. All right. So at that, the other cloaker goes. Seeing this new threat, um, the cloaker uh, looks suddenly quite apprehensive as it stares at you with malicious cunning. Um, it is actually going to slash out at you, Lorne. Yeah, suck it, nerd. Let's go. Uh, the first thing it's going to do is attempt to bite you with its jaws. Get me if you think you're hard enough. Oh, you're hard enough. hits. Take 15 points of damage as I roll a 25. He's then going to slash out at you with his tail. It's an agile attack. Here it comes. Second attack. How's a 19 do? Uh, 19 will miss. Oof. He'll try the third one as well. I did math right there. 23 on the third one rolled very high. Yeah, it's so high. Suspiciously high. As if someone slipped roll 20, a 20, a Benjamin at some point. That's how it works. I feed it bits. It feeds me high rolls. All right. Take 16 points of slashing damage as the, uh, as the tail rakes across your chest, leaving a, a vicious line of red. Blah. And that is the end of the cloaker's turn. Alana. Oh, right. I'm not feeling great. Lorne, how good, bad are you doing? Uh, I feel like a 20 out of 48. All right. I'm going to take my will. Try this one more time to shake this off. 25. Hey, 25. will remove the sickened condition. You are no longer sickened. But you I are am, still prone. I am still prone, but so far I am okay. And I have my team here, so I'm going to cast a heightened two-action heal at Lorne. All right. For 17. Thank you, thank you. 
All right, you reach out and heal Lorne for 17, bringing your turn to an end. Next up, Shenson. All right, I'm going to step up next to this thing and give him a little bit of the scimitar scimitar. Where, wait a minute, where's my character sheet? There we go. Stabberoo, slasheroo, 22. A 22 will just barely hit for 11 points of damage. Oof. And then third action, I will stab it a second time for also a hit for that... 12 points, thir 13 points because forceful. Ah, all right. Well, uh, on your backswing, you managed to catch it again, dealing another 13 points of damage. You're just like slicing off parts of its wings. The membrane's just floating down into the darkness. Their leathery flappings can be heard falling down the pit. Uh, but this thing is still up, and that is the end of your turn. Rourke, this thing is floating out in the middle of uh, the void. <laughs> I want to... Mm... I want to do something, but that's uh, too too silly. Um, I want to. Were you going to jump on it and use it like a hang glider? <laughs> well, no, I was going to try a chandelier across on its tail. Oh my um, god! Do it anyway. <laughs> but then, but then I wouldn't be able to attack it because I still wouldn't be next to it. So from where I'm standing, I'm going to use electric arc. Ah, very good. Okay, because you do realize if you fail that check, oh, it's a long way down. <laughs> it's a long way down. Um, we already tried to throw you off a bridge. Oh, no, it wasn't your fault. It, that mush mouth tried to pull me. Uh, it's 13 points of electricity with a reflex uh, DC of 21. All right, you throw electricity at it, dancing off of its wings. It's going to go ahead and make a reflex save, which it will uh -huh. make and take half damage. Half damage, all right. And then I will I'll move through... Uh, oh, pardon me, Bruticus, pardon me, pardon me. I'll move up behind uh, Lauren there, and I'll be like, Lauren, get back! I'll take your place. Oh, Okay. You move to that location, bringing your turn to an end. Lorne, I tango in this corner and, ta and cast telekinetic projectile. Whoosh. And as soon as it... There it goes. As in, so, before you do that... Okay. You realize that you will not be concentrating on the zombie. Oh, yeah, that's right. I have to do its thing, and there's two acts to do a thing. I just step back. All right. Step uh, if you want to stand where you were standing, Peyton, that's also fine. Nah, it's I fine. Was trying to get I'll you let you stab it. All right. Uh, well, you stand back, concentrate on the zombie. It's going to go ahead and throw two fists. First one's going to miss with only a 15. Second one is a critical hit. Hooray! Natural 20 is going to do uh, 20 points of damage. Good job, Bruticus. Take it down. Oh. All right, and that is the end of Lauren's turn. Moving on, the cloaker is very badly hurt now. Where's my notes on this? Ah, yes, okay. Uh, the cloaker is very badly hurt. It is going to slash out with its tail at Shenson. Oh, <gasps> no. Ha. But I have a sneaking suspicion a 17 is going to miss. It will and does. That is a terrible, terrible roll. All right. Um, what did I get? A three? Ugh. All right. Um, this thing looks very badly hurt, and at that, it uh, attempts to flutter away into the darkness. Hmm. I want to let it go, but it's probably going to go get its friends. So um, it goes kind of swooping off into the darkness, and you can see it kind of fluttering up, making its way up the cave. 
Uh, how far away is it from me? Oh, I can still hit it, and it's my turn in initiative, isn't so, it? I want to be clear, it's 30 feet away from you. It also rises up. Uh, let's see, what did it, it went? One, two, three, four, five. Um, so it probably also went a hair up as well. So instead of being 30 feet, uh, let's call its range to you, Alana, as 45 feet because it went up. That's not going to stop me. All right. Since you are next. That is 60 feet range for the hydraulic push for another nine damage. Um, you uh, throw another hydraulic push at it. Uh, your uh, blast of water slams it into a stalactite. You hear the crunch of bones. The thing folds up and plummets down into the depths. Sorry. Bye. From sight. You, you've done it, Alana. You've killed again. Oh, <laughs> I know, but it was going to get more. Nah, it was I'm going to go get you. more. No, no, it was a good idea. So uh, with that, you have defeated the two cloakers that were nesting in this part of the cave. And with that, everybody, I think it's time for us to take a little break. Um, so we're going to let the cast go and get themselves a beverage and uh, get themselves ready for the second half of the show. Uh, stay tuned, everybody. The Band of Bravos will be right back. Uh, <laughs> hey there, everybody. Welcome back. You want to tell them? Come back because we were talking about irrelevant crap. You want to tell them what you, what you were talking about? Just, I am not Jason, going Jason, to tell them about how we were all talking about McRibs. <laughs> Jason wants to. Jason wants to dip a McRib into his special bottle of scotch that's older than he is. He wants to get a, stop. So, so Jason told me he takes uh, those shamrock shakes and takes his expensive scotch and pours it in there and like just yeah, stirs it all too. up. He does none of those things. He's a, he's a monster. <laughs> I'm going to start giving myself it, free hero points. I mean, you can, and I'll just turn the graphic off. <laughs> you monster. I'll just start re-rolling <laughs> dice. You realize there's nothing you can do to stop me. <laughs> no, I mean, I can't stop you from re-rolling the dice. I just want to accept the results. <laughs> yeah, I can, stopping I, from us re-rolling it, too. Peyton, you forget I can also delete your tokens. So I mean, that'll save me a lot of trouble in the future. <laughs> I've just been so tempted to jump into that cliff going, oh, finally. <laughs> so I'll give you All a right, point. So, uh, yeah, and, and just like that, I got another villain point. So see, see I get, you can't get more. You only get three. My evil is rewarded. That's what I'm saying. When Attempted I do evil, evil, it's rewarded. Attempted All right. Evil. So. <laughs> let's get back to it yay when we when we went on break uh the party had just defeated a pair of cloakers uh venturing uh up this slow spiraling ramp um leading higher and higher up into the the kind of the dark lands here as you uh as you made your way up these two cloakers came out of the darkness and attacked um they were uh, they were tricky and uh, tried to envelop Rourke. Rourke, you are still covered in a thin sheen of like oil and saliva. Oh, we can take care of that. Oh, thank you. It tried to it tried to hug me to death. I guess. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't you try to explain to it that item slot was already being used? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did. Okay, but like, what is the possibility of me taming one and having a cloaker friend? Taming one. I think I want a close friend. Alana, uh, I think that, people. Th that thing looked at you with like malicious intelligence. Alana, let me. Okay, we're gonna have an exercise together. Okay, <laughs> I'm going to 
stab you? Do you still want to be friends? I mean, yeah, that's fine. You're a liability. <laughs> oh, she's just friendly. You are an, an, an insane liability. Honestly, I wouldn't put it past you, Lon. Pe- people called called me insane. But, I, I mean, there's a reason. <laughs> I mean, I Russell doesn't like the idea right now, but no, honestly, I wouldn't put it past you to sad Russell me. is a very upset. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, I'm going to go over here and look at this this rock man that's fallen asleep here. Um, It looks like uh, this is another drow skeleton that uh-huh. uh, got crushed by like a falling piece of like a falling boulder or something that rolled down this ramp. I'm a little bit disappointed it's not a rock with arms and legs. It was just taking a few, taking a siesta. Uh, it, it, yeah, this is my this is my cheap way of making a Zorn. Is that what you're saying? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, it is not a cheap Zorn. It's actually a skeleton underneath a boulder. <laughs> I'm going to keep creeping. Um, so you're able to, to make your way up, um, you know, I, I mean, you know, feel, feel free to move up the map if you want. We didn't really use most of it, but uh, you make your way uh, for, mm-hmm. further up the map here. And there are bones still uh, in Turn these out. areas. Most of them you now quickly come to realize are probably bones from these cloakers. Um, you couldn't identify them earlier, mm-hmm. but now that you've seen one alive, um, mm-hmm. you're pretty sure that the that what you've been seeing in these caves are the remnants of drow bones and cloaker bones. Uh, does anyone know what it was? It was it them doing that thing to our heads and stomachs? Probably. That's Ugh. that's hard to assume. Um. Anybody want to make an occultism check? I Somebody sure does. Uh, that's a nine. Occultism. Lawn got a seventeen. A- They're um, cloakers. They can't do that. They only wear you. No, re- re- they wear on. They you wear them. That's all they do. <laughs> It's in their name. Uh, Lorne, you don't know too much about them, but there is something that you recall, some snippet from an old dusty tome that you read that mentioned something about them having um, uh, attacks yeah. that affect you via sound that you cannot hear. Yeah, you know, in the wizard times. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, it <laughs> almost wizard Fancy like, Magazine. <laughs> wizard it's Time like Magazine. Cult, it's a cult gibberish, right? It's like... Yeah. Oh, they attack you with sounds you cannot hear. Ah, oh, that what? sounds stupid. Next page. <laughs> yeah. So you didn't read any more of it because it sounded dumb. <laughs> yeah, and it was it was kind of insane. I was kind of like, like nerd I mean, I, went back as to how a creature, fireball. they sound kind of silly anyway, right? Yeah. I mean, like, well, who who would look like a cloak? That's dumb. Yeah. Yeah. So, um. You continue making your way up this spiraling uh, ramp, and it 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 goes up quite a ways um and uh, uh eventually you end up yeah that yeah exactly yeah you keep doing that yeah very good all right yeah yeah you're gonna make 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 folks we'll be coming right. around okay. the spiral when we come <laughs> we'll be coming around the spiral when we come why don't you just levitate up the center because Jason doesn't have a solution to this map because we'll run up the spiral where we come. <laughs> I don't, I don't well, want to levitate because Lauren's having too much fun. Stream, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So moving on. <laughs> kind of dizzy. Whew, it's like I just got attacked by a cloaker. Uh, indeed. 
So uh, you begin making your way further and further up this uh, this spiral space, and eventually you leave this one behind, and there's like a passageway that goes kind of through more rock, and then you find yourself in a different one of these kind of large pit-like spaces, um, and you have to kind of wind your way around that one a bit. But in all cases, it looks like you're on a kind of a trail. Um, there is this path that's clearly been traversed many times, and... Uh, it making it really easy to follow. Like, there's a reason I haven't called for any survival checks because it's obvious that this is the direction that people have traveled. Um, and uh, you eventually come to a point uh, where you're staring at a chasm. You reach a point where um, the the tunnel that you're in that's just been going through solid rock uh, opens up into one of these giant shafts, but there is no walkway around to the other side. Instead along the wall of one side there are um uh metal pitons stuck into the wall and uh through these around these pitons is just a very simple thin rope so and you're you're looking at a at a uh, gap of about 50 feet uh, uh. there is a tunnel on the other side though okay Sounds like maybe a levitation bypass opportunity how high are the pitons from the rope because this sounds like something where i'm going to have to stretch really far or make jumps if it's drow using it i uh i can summon a creature that can carry me all the way over there and i can have a rope so a couple things um the pitons are located about every 10 feet or so and the rope that's going between them is just a very simple little hemp, hemp rope. And you doubt with the way those pitons are situated that if you hung from it, it would support your weight. You're pretty sure it would give. Um, they, they, but it's, I'm assuming it's like a, a, a levitating drow just kind of pulls itself along. As a matter of fact, the way you're looking at it, you are absolutely sure that a levitating drow could just pull themselves along that rope. I guess it's all demand. Who wants to use their one of their third level spells? Yeah, I mean, which one I of can, you? I could just summon a griffin and fly us all up there. Yeah, that that seems like the safest bet if you if you want to do that. Peyton. Sure, I can do that. We don't have to. Yeah. Do you want to montage this, Jason, or do you want to have us roll five million times and die? Well, I mean, when you put it like that. <laughs> all right, we're dying, boys. I cast I, I cast uh, the summon creature animal thing third level and summon a griffin all right um is so it, you're is able it named, to, is it to summon Peter? a griffin this this creature isn't exactly keen on being ridden uh but it is summoned so you can kind of control it what's your maximum duration uh it's a minute a minute for a okay. summon, uh, creature of that thing so uh and uh let me let me take a hair look at its speed yeah, Rod empathy doesn't work this way. <laughs> I like the idea of you making friends with all the things he summons, though. That's pretty rad. I'm all going right, to make friends with it. I'm about to so stay in a snap once it's done. 60, so. Which means it can, it can cover the distance in one move. So it requires one action for somebody to climb up on it, one action for it to fly across, and one action for that person to climb off. It well, can I then can fly back. That's four actions. So I think you've probably got enough time for it to do the trips back and forth before the duration ends. 
Yeah, there's four so, yeah. of us, four times. It doesn't well, need to fly good. back well, that last time. So it's, it's a griffin, so total. it's it's wouldn't it be able to hold at least two people if it's a quick trip? That would increase your risk significantly. True. Well, we can um, guarantee it with one at a time, which I'm fine with that. Just as a just as a preliminary, just one of you hold an end of a rope, and I'll hold the other end, which is strong. Which should I don't know how long of rope we have. They we're doing this we before we summon this thing, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I figured you didn't summon it, and are like, all right, oh, let's no. talk about it for <laughs> nine, nine <minute>. rounds. <laughs> <laughs> I love how Chad is saying that we can't leave Alana and Lauren on the same side of the gap at the same time. So we're going to have to figure this out, like that puzzle with the goose and the fox in the field. Is that because Alana will kill Lauren? Or... No, because, well, Lauren just threatened to stab Alana like 10 minutes ago. So. Oh, you know what? That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> it was a, it yeah, was a psychological it, exercise. It was hypothetical and it was for a learning lesson. And, and so she failed. Where you uh -huh, you take Alana over first and then you take Shenson over. Can't leave Shenton alone because she needs someone to be looking at her at all times. Oh, that's so, fair. No, no, I, no, what? Hey. So <laughs> me and so Alana and Shenson will go over together, and then we send it back. And all right, we can just so do one. We, we have time. we have fifty foot of rope. It it takes it'll take fifteen total actions, total of five rounds basically. So we can. Do this. Yeah, you're you're in yeah. you're in pretty good yeah. shape. Um, however, this thing doesn't have a saddle uh, and isn't exactly trained for riding. So uh, when folks make the trip across, I am going to need them to make probably an athletics check. I'll go first. Come on. Come on, bird thing. Now, this is a proper bird thing. It's got proper bird wings and everything. Uh, 22 it, athletics. And that is perfectly fine. Uh, so we, we get each other. So you, you break out the rope. You've, you've talked about your plan. You summon the griffin. Rourke hops on it. It flies over to the other side, um, and Rourke, you do a you do a great job. You uh, you do it almost gracefully. Um, the Griffin kind of stares at you with a squawk uh, as you reach the other side and are able to hop off and uh, send it back on its way. Mm -hmm. I bow, and let him go, and I hold. I have the rope basically, so if anyone is on the, the whoever's coming over next takes takes the other end, and if they fall, I'll be holding onto it. Oh, you know what I just realized? Summon creatures only get two actions per per round. So mm, fair, I think you're still point. fine, though. I think you have 20. So the margin yes. is just much smaller. Yes. Um, I mean, it's our fine. actions with its actions, but it's it'll do fine. And its fly speed's insane, so. Yeah, I mean, it, it can make the transit in, in one turn. So basically what it is is every two rounds, it completes one trip, and one person makes it over. So you should be fine. You, there's only four of you. If there were six, you'd be in trouble. Um, yeah. So uh, uh, as you're doing this, uh, Grisfeld pops out and he's like, can I have my own trip? <laughs> you can come with me, Grizz. Uh, all I right. hop on. Okay. <laughs> I command it to ride and I, and, I, and I hop and I fly over. Sure. Go ahead and give me an athletics check. I have the feat called ride. Oh, you do? Not so I just automatically succeed. Want me to read it? <laughs> Jason, Jason seems no, no, perturbed no. by that. <laughs> no, no, pretty, no, you're fine. You you're seem fine. pretty yeah, pissed fine. off that I didn't fall to my death. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, you're you're all good. Ride ride works out just fine, so you're fine. All right, cool. All right, go back. All right. Who's who's next? Now you guys don't have this feet. <laughs> so good luck. 
And that's a natural 20. I'm going to like stand on the back. Like a handstand. Applause. 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 Hey. Just treat it like it's a circus act and you'll be fine. Yeah, you're able to make it across without any trouble whatsoever. Yeah. With 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 elegance. I want to go again. That leaves only uh, Alana. Oh dear. All right. Good luck. Nope. She's got a you got a rope. There just it in is. Case, right. Just in case that happens. You yeah. have you have one that, point left. That was eleven. I have one hero point. Hero twenty. Don't do me dirty. I mean, if you fall to your death, don't worry. You don't need a hero point because you'll be instantly dead. <laughs> that. Thank you, Peyton. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that, I just want her to know how great of a situation she's in. Yeah, I mean, a 200-foot fall is going to do 100 points of damage. Wait. So. <laughs> if I have pest form and I can just turn into an insect and those fly, don't they? No, you don't. You're not high enough level to have a flying insect. <sighs> 18? Got a roll. 18 will make it. I, I, like, one, this thing is too tall for me to climb on, and there's no, like, shallow rock for me to hop on to hop onto its back, so that was a problem, and I'm just kind of, like, holding around I its mean, neck, but my arms I are too short for that, it, so too. It, you know, it just kneels down, lets you on it. I'm commanding it. It follows my commands. Yeah, but you tried to stab me, like, not that long ago. I so. didn't try to stab you. I gave you a hypothetical question that you failed at miserably. I didn't like take out a knife and I I want to get you and then like stood swinging the hand to hand and like give me your give me your money <laughs> like nerd like I didn't do any of yeah, that. But, like, you're all Shenson's making a narrative. constantly hitting Brock all the time and they're friends. Like yeah, like you're yeah, making a narrative. It's holding good fun. It's friendly. Either but, way, no, I, I barely make it over. You try to befriend a creature to try to eat you. That's not I how this make world it works. <laughs> uh, oh, I uh, don't like heights. You folks just uh, let by me the know way. if you want to continue. <laughs> Uh, um, by the way, Rourke, are, are you still are you still damaged from when I stabbed your work? Oh yeah, I have a little bit of damage. Oh well, he, here, yeah, have it back. It's, oh, it's happy, good you. bard music, and it makes you feel good. Oh, oh okay. see, Lon, playing some just... some traveling music. It's normal. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, I stabbed you. Here's some healing. <laughs> it doesn't rhyme. It's only first level. Yeah, it, I mean, you're not getting iambic pentameter here out of a first level spell. Uh, yeah, no. Pfft, come on. All right. So, um, rhyming couplets. All right. So, uh, you leave this cave behind and continue making your journey uh, deeper and deeper into the Cloaker Caves. Um, as you make this journey, you start seeing fewer and fewer uh, uh, drow bones. You do still find a fair number of Cloaker bones. Um, kind of scattered all over the place. Um and as you're making this journey, you find a cloaker corpse that looks really quite distorted. Um, the bones like, look warped and bent. Like a spell did it, or? Um, give me a nature check. Yep. 21. I'm going to bed down and I'm going to examine the bones. And oh, that looks very painful. Um... Yeah, I mean, it could have been, um, uh, you know, some sort of spell. Um, it could also have been some alchemical process warping the body structure. Um, it's kind of unclear. You're, you're not getting... The thing that you're ruling out is that it's certainly not something natural. This wasn't like, oh, it's a cloaker that 
had a weird physiology. Ugh. All right, we're gonna... I'm gonna actually detect magic. Can I do that? Or has it been too long for me to detect any magic? That did it. I mean, you'll... I think with that, you'll just be like, magic exists. Magic, yeah. We're, yeah there's too much I, around I, here. There's... I think the party is getting high enough level to start to be able to detect a lot more about things when they cast detect magic. Yeah, just like, did um, a spell do this? Just because you are higher level now. Um, right? Because at, at first level, it just detects the presence or absence of magic. Now, at third Oof level, of magic. you mm. learn the highest level magical effect uh, at the school of it within range. Um, so it starts to tell you Magic that's within range, it also starts telling you a bit about it. Right. Um, and at, at once you hit 7th level, it'll also tell you exactly where the highest source of magic is within range. So next week? You're not getting 7th level next week. Come on. So what? Is it Lorne? Is, <laughs> is the magic I'm detecting now just like radiating off me and Lorne? So to be clear, you also get to ignore uh, the magic that you know about. Yeah. So... If the party yeah. has magic items on them, you can ignore that when you use it. Okay. Yeah. So what what besides it's not natural, something happened to this cloaker that was very painful and warped it to death. Yeah. All right, so, I think uh, we Yeah, you're 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 not sure though. You're not right. you're not you don't know more than that. Let's tread very carefully. I'm going to look around if Roll Twenty will let me. 32. I'm going to look so, around as we tread lightly through this area. So, um, as you're making your way higher and higher into these caves, and you, you've reached a point where um, some of the caverns that you were in kind of came to an end. So they, they went up these, these vast distances, and then they just kind of ended. Um, but you've now kind of hit a point where you're kind of starting to meander through some caves, and two things become apparent. One is somewhere off in the distance you can hear the sound of water. Um, like roaring water, like maybe a waterfall. Like we're finally to the top of the waterfall that the cloakers live behind. Maybe uh, you're not sure. You might be near it, but okay. you can't really tell. Um, the second thing you notice is that you have heard the sound of kind of. At first, you thought, "Is that bats?" And then you realize, "No, it can't be bats. It must be more cloakers." And they seem to be near you. Um, like the more you kind of strain your ears to listen for it, the more uh, like you can kind of tell that there are cloakers that must be nearby that are either watching you or following you. You're not really sure. All right. And they were intelligent creatures. So that they've been dealing with the drought. All right. Everybody step carefully as let's continue forward. I'm going to have my shield raised. All right. Preparation. Does anyone else want to take a special uh, kind of stance as you're exploring these caves? Sneaky I'm going mode. to load my crossbow. Put a shotgun shell on my staff. Just <laughs> <laughs> load. So, so generally speaking, uh, you know, we don't do this too often because the party is rarely in kind of long-term exploration. But uh, uh, basically, I'm kind of trying to get a sense of what you're doing, right? You can you can have one tactic ready, so if you want to be sneaking, you can do that. If you want to have a weapon ready, you can do that. If you want to have a shield out and raised, you can do that. 
Um, and that may affect how you start the fight, right? It may give you, oh, you get to have your weapon out, or you get to have your shield up, or you get to start with stealth. Um, those are all things you can get in exploration mode. We yeah. don't do it too often, but uh, uh, here it makes a lot of sense. So uh, it sounds like we got some weapons out and some sneakies, and so that'll work out great. Okay. Um, so you continue making your way deeper and deeper into these caves, and um, eventually um, you start running into caves. You're still on a path that leads in a very specific direction, but the passageway starts being joined by other caves, and it looks like you're entering kind of a... It's hard to describe, but it feels like you're starting to get into like a central junction, like a like a crossroads. Um, and the cave you are in has kind of wound its way uh, into... Uh, uh, a kind of a, a, a more central area. You've been joined by se several other uh, uh, branching uh, passages. No gods, engine. Careful. Well, I'm, I'm looking around the corner, but it's I don't know what. It's, it's, it's all dark. dark. Wait, wait, wait. I one second. Russell wants to help. To. What does okay. uh, Russell and my dark vision see? Uh, the first thing it sees is a monster that's emitting light again, which is really weird. Uh, so let me fix that. Boy, I don't think we're getting the light. We're not getting side. that. Side, uh, uh, yeah. Oh, you know, <laughs> I know why because it's it's not clicked to show to PCs. So no worries. Uh, ah, it, it's fine. It's, oh dear. It's all fine. I, oh no, that was a bad decision. It was a fine decision. So there's a monster up ahead. Like, no, no, there's nothing. It's fine. <laughs> well, did Russell see it or not? No, no one saw anything. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, so. But what um, does my, my what Russell's do do? dark vision see? What are you? Or, sorry, what was that? You sent Russell ahead? Yeah, I use familiar space. Ah, to, and where, where have you sent him? Like right between Shenson's legs waddling all the way up between us all to look around the corner. Um, so uh, Russell sees a the passageway uh, after the bend, turns, goes for a distance, maybe 10 feet or so before opening up into a vast chamber. Like you're, you're, at, you're at the edge of a very large chamber. Oh dear, can I, can I Russell perception to look for anything? Monsters, other drow, uh, entryways. Um, so just looking around and giving a listen, you can hear that kind of flapping and sometimes it gets close and sometimes it sounds far away. Um, it's definitely echoing through the uh, chamber that you're coming to. Um, but uh, you can't really get the sense of it. Here is one thing that Russell does here, though. This very kind of faint... Something's having a snack. Wrap its back, boys. Go in there, kill it. One ready. Let's go. All right. Something's having a snack. Russell, come back, please, dear. Russell's like, and comes toddling back. <laughs> You've done marvelously. Thank you. And I put him back in my hair. All right. He goes back to hiding. All right, Shenson, be prepared. I'm always ready. And sneaky, please. That too. <laughs> <laughs> 
There's not really a good sneaky icon in this thing here. Oh, no. Ninja. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> good to know. All right. There yeah. we go. <laughs> All right. So the party advances. Go ahead and move yourselves uh, forward a bit there. I realize you can't see much until Lauren yeah, kind of comes out this. into space. There you go. Oh. Uh, all right, so the first thing you kind of notice as you make your way uh, around that uh, corner there is, there you as your tokens all overlap, uh, is that um, you are looking out into a uh, rather large chamber. Um, it looks uh, a lot like uh, up ahead, the, the floor kind of drops away down into further darkness. Um, there are a series of kind of ledges making their way down into some pit. Um, as you make your way into this chamber, you can hear this kind of wet, burping, squelching noise coming from somewhere down there in the darkness. Um, there are also a lot of cloaker bones in this chamber. They are all over the place. Um, and uh, you can kind of see them just scattered uh, about. Do they have teeth marks in them? Like, I pick up the nearest one and I examine it. Um, they're all weirdly, like, warped and bent, and some of them are kind of chewed on and shattered mm. on one end. Um, well, I have a theory of what's going on now. Um, in addition, all around the area that you are in right now, there are also buckets. Many of which like have been damaged or broken. Like so, buckets what the farmer would use to milk his cow? Or like the buckets that were full of the flesh stuff? Ooh, More like the, the latter. These look like the flesh buckets. Sounds to me the drow found a solution to their cloaker problem in the form of this slime business. So they've been feeding the cloakers, and in return, the cloakers are only attacking the orcs. Because sounds, as long as the drow feed the cloakers. Sounds more than likely the cloakers don't want to mess with the drow because the drow's got something that eats them more. <laughs> so <laughs> you hear a kind of flapping <laughs> and uh, wing fluttering from the distance, and it's rapidly drawing closer. And at that, I am going to need everyone to roll initiative. Oh, that was... Terrible. Initiative ho and whoop. Lauren got a twenty-two. I got a twenty-six. Well, what yeah, else you guys get? All right, we <laughs> got a fourteen. Remember, people on audio got to hear what what you got, or else they're gonna see. Yeah, yeah. Let like, everybody know what you what you rolled, right? Yeah, because like, man, well, I rolled a big old stinker. Oh no! Uh oh! <laughs> I don't like the looks of that. Oh no! Do I do I have any third level spell? Oh my gosh! Okay. What? Stop looking at the roll chest. <laughs> I mean, and you you we have can't help you it. for the pod right there. Roll twenty. For the podcast, Jason's giant gibbering mouth. They rolled an initiative of thirty. <laughs> We're about to die. You have you have a thing called game master ro rolls where you I hide thought it. that when it was on the GM layer that stuff didn't appear, but I guess not. All right. Now. Um. Well, now I know, and knowing is half the battle. All right. So moving on. Uh, Rourke, 
you may act first. You you definitely hear that something is fluttering in the darkness ahead of you. Okay. Um, I am going to uh, take an action to ready an action to strike at the uh, first um, um, bad thing that I see. <laughs> Whether it be a flappy cloaker or oh, a giant gibbering mouther uh, that comes within my reach. All right, uh, so that's then, two of your actions, and then, and then raising I'll, your and buckler. I'm raise my buckler. Yep, 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 yep. All right. Uh, well, it is handy that you did so because swooping out of the darkness is a horrifying cloaker comes swooping out. Uh, it is, let's see here. There it is. Okay, so uh, it is going to come swooping out and uh, uh, right there. No, I think it's on the wrong layer. Okay, so uh, one, two, three. There he is. I believe in you. Uh, it comes swooping out of the darkness and attempts to bite you, Rourke. All right. Uh, well, here comes my however, your reaction action. triggers first. Yeah, here we go. Let's hope for the best. A 27 to hit for six damage, piercing damage. A 27 will hit handily, um, and that is going to deal six damage to the cloaker. Um, you slash out at this thing as it uh, swoops out of the darkness, and uh, that's its first action. And you know what? It's uh, second two actions. It's going to unleash a uh, uh, a sound that you cannot hear, but I do need everyone to make me a will save. It's going to do that instead. Oh, dear. Oh. Long got a so, 22. Is this Head the type is. of sound that I can counter performance, or is it... Uh, it's... Does that work? Uh, for your counter performance, I, that's an interesting question because you can't hear it, so you don't know what's happening until it happens. So right. I'm going to say no. I got a natural 20 and a 33. Uh, 33 is fantastic. Ooh, Shenson. I got an opportunity to roll a uh, hero point. And oh, hey, look at that. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, oh good. No. I, I, you know, not great. All right. Uh, the good Rook news is that was my last hero point, so now that uh, now I'm totally out. So. Uh, you should have so, one left. Oh, good. So... Uh, this sound that washes over you uh, leaves you in just kind of a brain fog. Um, you are left in kind of a stupor. Uh, you gain clumsy one and stupefied one for one minute. Uh, and I'm going to go ahead and find a... Uh, we'll do that. Uh, and that's going to be for both. Um, so basically, you take a penalty on, well, clumsy and, and stupefied hits all of your physical stats and all of your mental stats. So it's basically a minus one on all your checks. All right. Uh, that is the end of its turn. Lorne. And how can I put it down? That's an 18. Uh, an 18. That doesn't, I definitely, that's not going to hit, correct? You don't think so, no. Okay. And re-rolling. <laughs> and boom, 21. All right, uh, you go flinging a chunk of rock through the darkness, and it just comes up short. This thing, like, does a loop-de-loop -loop right around it, and uh, the rock misses. 
Actually, and you I still can, have one action left. And there's nothing I can do because there's well shield ten minutes. Yeah, I can do shield again. So shield. Then I'm done. All right, you cast shield. Very good, Shenson. Jensen? Shenson. Shenson. Jensen. Oh hi! I had to mute because I had a, I, I had to sneeze and I decided not to share that with the internet. Well, Sorry. that's fair. <laughs> um, so it's I'm going to be casting some spells here. I'm going to cast and then it's a DC five flat check while I'm stupefied. Correct? I believe so. Six. Yes. All right. So the first one I'm going to try to cast is a preparatory mirror image. My flat check for that is glorious. It's a 13. So I have mirror image going. I am then going to inspire courage. So for you, it's actually going to be a DC of six, just so you know, because you're stupefied one. Right. And my inspire courage also barely happens. Oh, oh, just barely. Then I'm going to lingering composition that one. And that one does not work. <laughs> All right. Well, you, you inspire so, courage for a round. We still do get this. And I changed uh, since anyway. All right. Let me put up a couple more things. I'm done. I'm going to be playing around with my icons for a little bit. Okay. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, you you enjoy all so of I, the icon fun. Eventually, we won't I be able I'm to see a, your character at all. <laughs> I'm not a ninja anymore, so I'll take the ninja off because that's probably noisy. Yeah. Uh, Alana, person. we are over to you. I want to bring this thing down, but I don't have any more earthbind, so I'm going to try and hit it with a tangle foot to at least slow it down. An attack 20- of 24 will hit... So that should hit it and slow it down at least. That'll make its fly also less negative 10 feet, right? A circumstance penalty for its speed? Uh, Yeah. Uh, so success means it takes a 10-foot penalty to its speed uh, for one round, and it can attempt an escape check if it wants to remove the penalty. But it's a uh, um, cantrip, so it's naturally heightened. So wouldn't it be two rounds? Uh, yes. Yeah, because your casting is third. Yeah, that'll Marvelous. be two rounds. So it's not brought to the ground, but at least it's slowed down, and I have my pre-loaded crossbow, so I'm going to shoot it. Correct. 24. Uh, well, so did you take the penalty on that? No, you didn't. No, so 19. 19, 19. So you, uh, you let loose with the hand crossbow, but it comes up just a bit short and uh, uh, misses the cloaker. All right. So somewhere down in the darkness, you hear a kind of a uh, with this loud burping, gurgling sound. There is. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yikes. I do not have enough spells for this. Something horrific down in the darkness. Um that uh, uh, is burbling up from down below. And the first thing it's going to do is it, it doesn't move, uh, but uh, it uh, it spends its actions to... Uh, uh, the, you quickly come to realize that this cave is filled with all these, like... At first, you just thought they were, like, cracks or crevices, 
but you quickly come to realize it's like a series of like tunneled holes in the ground and this thing comes like a tendril of flesh comes squirting up directly underneath the cloaker and attempts to grab it oh it's a helper it's a helper melter yeah i wouldn't say that (laughs) and i rolled a natural 20 good Good thing it's on it and not me what if they weren't feeding the cloakers what if they were feeding this thing probably both um it like its tendril lashes out at the cloaker the cloaker screams out in pain uh as as the tendril hits it and the tendril just like rips off a chunk of its wing and like pulls it back down into the ground where it's being dissolved back down into this nightmarish thing uh the second thing it's going to do is uh it's going to spit acid from the bottom of the pit at shensen you are the next nearest creature Armor class of 25? Uh, my armor class is only 23. Uh, but I do have mirror image. by a gob of acid from this thing down in the pit that does 16 mirror image. damage. Mirror image. Mirror image. Oh, well, yeah, 1d4 for image. my mirror images. Yeah. All right, let me roll a d4. Uh, four is you. Three. Oh, boy. So uh, that is going to hit a mirror image instead. And with this thing's third action, uh, yeah, you know what? I, I, I think I have to give her. Uh, I, I, I'm going to get that automatically, but I didn't turn it on. So we're going to go ahead and turn that on. Uh, so everybody needs to make me a will save. I will the save and, and get a 19. Uh, this one is a counterperformanceable thing, though, correct? Correct. 25. All right. Oh, that's a terrible roll. You have a uh, point. You right. also need to make me a flat check to cast the spell. Oh, yeah. That flat check is coming up right now. Made it. But it's just a 19, so. Uh, it's not good anyway. Okay, so uh, looking at the list of saves, Lorne, you have failed. Rourke, you have failed. No, no. Uh oh. Looks like Um, the the other two made it. I'm gonna hero. Can I? Is it too late for me to hero point my performance check? Uh, we'll say no. I do that. (laughs) Good job. (laughs) And you get a nat one. That was a nat one. So, uh, chat. I need more hero points. (laughs) Thank you, uh, Lorne. And Rourke, you are both confused. Excellent. And uh, just so you know, uh, you are flat-footed. You do not treat anyone as an ally. Um, yeah. You use all of your actions to strike or cast offensive cantrips. Um, I, I can read the thing if you want. Yeah, but your targets are determined randomly, so... Just gonna just gonna pop this out so I have it handy. Um, yeah, so, so for a bullying as you prepare your stuff, you don't have your wits about you and you don't attack wildly, you're flat footed, which means we're screwed. You don't treat anyone as an ally, though they might still treat you as one, and you can't delay, ready, or use reactions. 
Uh, you can use all your actions to strike or cast offensive cantrips, though the Game Master can have you use other actions, but still attack, yada, yada, yada. Targets are determined randomly by the Game Master, so we're dead. Uh, if you have no other valuable targets, you target yourself. I'm dead. Automatically hitting, but not scoring a critical hit, if I do that. If it's impossible for you to attack or cast spells, you babble incoherently, wasting your actions. Next time you take damage from an attack or a spell, you attempt a DC 11 flat check to recover from your confusion or end the condition. So everyone learned something today. <laughs> and hey. today I learned a thing. All right. Um, okay. So, uh, Rourke, you're up first. Ah, who do I attack randomly? Well, what, are you, my what are you doing? You have to spend your actions to... Uh, to I'd... attack or uh uh so i'm assuming you're just attacking with your short sword yes i will say attacking with my short sword i could All i right. guess i could cast a spell but i'm not going to be doing that. uh we'll go ahead and say one two three is the cloaker four five six is alana mm-hmm. the cloaker oh, oh. Hey. hey alana ah. when you said you were going to stab me earlier i didn't realize that was a prediction <laughs> Do, oh but i'm not i'm not i'm not i'm not an ally so i don't get the bard bonus Right? Kill an ally. Uh, I don't know any better. Yeah, I, I think mean, that's emanating from Shenson, so it still hits you. Because Shenson I mean, still considers if, you an ally. If, yeah, okay, if, ally, if Shenson still treats you as an ally, then I think that would still right. apply. And yeah. I've added it in, and, but I got a 17. Well, right. a 17 is not going to do it. Uh, do I continue to attack the same target for all of my No, enemies? we will roll each time. Okay. So uh, we'll go ahead and roll again. I'm Same thing. Gonna, one, yeah. two, three. Yep. Mm-hmm. There we go. Okay. Here comes that second attack. Uh, a 19 to hit. I like to think that background music is a manifestation <laughs> of your confusion. It, it is a manifestation of my confusion. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I just realized I need to roll a, a, a save for the cloaker, actually. Hold on. Oh, it failed. It's flat-footed as well. Okay. Uh, so uh, let's see here. Uh, that is going to... Uh, that hits. All right. All right. Takes 11 piercing damage. All right. And your third attack gotta, is going to go at Cloaker again. <laughs> All right. I'm not going to attack my friends. I may be confused, but I'm not... Evil, You're confused guess, about how delicious that cloaker is. Um, it's much bigger and probably an easier target. Indeed, that's a twenty-two to hit, actually. Uh, yeah, you're going to slash out and hit it again. You are you are still an effective combatant even when you don't have your wits about you. Ah, All bad right. fashion. The cloaker is going to randomly attack, uh, so it's going to go ahead and attack with its tail because that has reach. Uh, one, two, three is Rourke. Four, five, six is Alana. It's going to slash out with its tail at Alana. Here it comes. Oof. Oh, uh, well, I rolled a one, so that's going to miss. Does it hurt uh, itself in its confusion? Uh, no, no. Oh. I'm afraid not. Uh, Wrong but brand. this will attack again. Uh, this one's going at uh, Rourke. Comes a tail. Armor class 20. That's going to miss. It's- Okay, since I'm flat-footed, that's a hit. And I didn't get to raise my buckler because I was too confused. Oh, hey. And that hits me. Uh, so the tail comes lashing out at you uh, uh, and strikes you in the middle of your honesty. Uh, take 15 points of damage. <laughs> Ow. 
Oh. Keep your right. honesty more armored. We never oh. got to ah. heal after the last battle, did we? I, oh. I, I got a little healing from, from Shenton, uh, but I'm no longer confused for what it's worth. So I'm not flat-footed for a third attack, I guess, if it attacks me. Oh, yeah. Technically, I suppose it would have gotten two flat checks to end its confusion as well. Um, let me see if it can make those. Yep, oh, yeah. Because the you attacked it first. That's true. I forgot about that. And it made the second one, so it's not confused anymore, um, which doesn't affect the outcome. It still would have taken those attacks. But it does now have its third action, and instead of attacking, it's going to try and get the hell out of here. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six. It goes flying off into the darkness. The moment uh, those tendrils come up and the kind of crazed noise starts coming out of here, it goes into a panic and tries to flee. It flies back the way it came. Oh, I kind of still wanted it as a cloak. <laughs> I'll find it later. Gruesome and weird. Lorne. Hunting. <laughs> Using okay. the whole body. I used my staff to strike, but there's no available targets for me except myself. So I automatically hit myself. So I go thump, and I hit myself with a twenty-five, Oof. doing seven damage. And well, so then I roll yeah. a d twenty and fail the DC, and then I hero point that. <laughs> dunk, dunk, dunk. And I uh, get a natural twenty. I critically succeed my save. <laughs> I'm no longer stupefied. Well, you're no longer confused. Or yeah, stupefied, confused, etc. And uh, yeah, that's all I can do. End of my turn. I cured myself. No, don't you? Have, you have two whole actions left, then, don't you? No, I, I think uh, I, yes. I use all my actions to strike. Hmm, fair enough. You uh, basically, I have to use all my actions to do that. So I don't so, know if that's like three so, things, or uh, do I do one to do it, or you all of them have to strike? So, or so here, here's the thing. Um, you make attacks. But I can actually make you move first. So your first action is actually to move to there. No, come on, you. <laughs> That's what this condition says, Lord. <laughs> Just so anyone's ever confused, it does say so, that the game master can have you use other actions to facilitate attacks. So there's draw a weapon, move so a target is in reach, and yeah. so forth. Because I was hoping you wouldn't read that part. Oh, yeah, you were hoping I wouldn't read my own game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Go, oh, Peyton, is that the part you yada, yada, yada over? <laughs> yep. It, it, okay. I see why you did that yada, now. Yada, yada, yada. <laughs> so, try. so you can have your hero point back. Uh, Whatever. So I'm going to make you keep that attack roll. <laughs> I'm just going to determine randomly who it's against. Shenson or Rourke. One, two, three is Shenson. Shenson, armor class 25. Uh, uh, does that hit me or an image? Oh, that's a good point. Let's find out. Uh, five or six is you. That's you. Ow! Uh, take seven, seven points of damage. <laughs> and uh, Lauren, if you would be so kind, make an attack roll again. Okay. Good luck, everybody. Fist. I mean, you have a staff in your hand. You can't yeah, attack with cool. the fist. That, that's cool. 
Can you determine what attack, what weapon I use? It sends the strike, and I got a fist. We can you really battle gonna all rules day. lawyer me on this, Peyton. We can, we can <laughs> battle all day. <laughs> no, no, in the spirit, I can use a staff. Don't worry. Yeah, no, I appreciate here's a, it. Here's a staff. I got eleven. Yeah, no, it misses. It's not a big deal. You're terrible at this. So, all right. <laughs> I'm sorry. I wanted to give you a hard time. <laughs> yeah, no, you did a fine job. All right, so. That he was going to be more annoying this session. All right. Yeah, you know what? Just, here, I promised here, you. You get the damn bean back. <laughs> <laughs> so, so enjoy that. <laughs> Shenson, it's your turn. I give, I give Lauren the stink eye. I give you the but, um, one eye that's looking in a direction and the one that's looking at you. Whoa. Yeah, that's a universal glance. If I'm confused. Um, so there's a big old monster down there that I don't necessarily want to deal with. Should we just, are, should we just like back out and regroup? That's my vote. Well, uh, Lauren would have to come with us. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's that. kind He's of tough right confused. now. You can have um, no idea how long this condition will last. All right. Well, uh, instead, I'm going to roll a d20 here to see if my sound burst that I'm about to cast goes off. And it does not. You oh. got two hero points. Yeah, I'm just going to dejectedly walk away from that. I'm going to go <laughs> over here. I'm gonna know. I'm gonna go to here and say we we should we should go. This is this is bigger than we needed to deal with right now. We forgot to heal up. We need to regroup. So you you back That's up uh, uh, back down the corridor away from this thing. Um, yeah. After your sound burst fails to fire, Alana. Ooh, I think it might be a good idea to back out and regroup as well. Also to figure out what's wrong with the lawn. <laughs> yeah, just grab me and let's broken. go. <laughs> he'll probably he'll probably follow us. He's he's. Y'all need to leave and know. call the wizard support line for a damaged <laughs> unit. <laughs> You're calling the wizard help desk. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Hello, our wizard doesn't have magic missile. <laughs> All right, I'm going to five ten. Oh, that's really close to lawn. I can't used. get out of here without passing by lawn. I mean, he doesn't have a tax opportunity. You don't have to yeah, worry about that. Yeah, I, I didn't multi-class no warrior or anything. Five, or ten, fighter, 15, rather. I'm, I'm going to go around the side. Five, ten, fifteen, twenty, and I don't want to make it mad, so. There's a blur near me. <laughs> <laughs> Swing a staff. Oh, no, I don't want to attack it because then it's going to notice and come after us. And so far, it's only been after the cloakers. So I'm going to just use my actions and back out and guide Lorne out live bait. You wanted to stab me. Remember this way. Come on. (laughs) 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 Start clicking bottles with my hands. All right. Uh, Alana is making a break for it. Uh, At this point, the uh, giant puddle of undulating flesh in the bottom of this pit uh, goes the first thing it's going to do is it's going to force its fleshy tendrils through the rock and on the far side of the chamber uh, oh you hear a nightmarish and you hear a weird squelching scream and the sound of like leathery flapping uh 
And then it suddenly grows quiet on that side of the chamber. It's going to take care of the cloakers for us. And yeah, that's why we got to back out and let it do its thing. With uh, its second action, um, the uh, actually that's going to be its second and third action. Um, all of the ground in this area suddenly begins to soften and turn to mud, and you can see it's like ropey tendrils like starting to swim up from inside the mud and the muck all over the place. Um, all of this area is now difficult terrain. We got to go. Rourke. Yep. Uh, all right. Okay. Dance Lorne back. Dance uh, Lorne back. Oh, I could, yeah. I'm going to dance at him. It's a good idea. I'll Bring use lean dance. <laughs> Bring him this <laughs> way. <laughs> to move him towards the... Uh, hey, and Lauren, you know, we don't dance enough together. Yeah, let's do it, baby. <laughs> Confused? <laughs> you don't know any better? Oh, that's a terrible role. You have oh, hero points. Gonna, eh, but I'm also just going to do it again. It's my second action. All right, a 30. That's a 30. That'll beat your, that'll beat yeah. your will DC. Yeah, that'll, that'll do it. That'll do it. Okay. What's your uh, uh, will save? Uh, things like 21, I think. Oh, your oh, DC is yeah. a 21? It's okay. 21, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. So it's not quite a critical. So I'll uh, I'll dance him so he's five foot back. There you go. Ha-ha! I'm dancing, uh, having a good time. And as, uh, as my third action, I'll... I'll I'll step here. Since that's it. Well, I could also, <gasps> I could no, I could literally just, just leave, clonk though. me. Just clonk me so I can get rid of this. Punch me. Uh, I'm a wizard. Okay. <laughs> I hit you over the head with my buckler. No, <coughs> oh, I might miss. No, you're uh, flat-footed. You, yeah, I'm flat-footed and all that, okay. which is uh, I think that is just enough. My AC is 21. Yeah. Yeah, that'll hit. Yeah. So plonk. And I will Four roll. Four points of damage and roll your d20. And I, I'm not confused. <laughs> Snap out of it, punk. I was like, All ah, right. what's going on? You bash Peyton in the head and he is no longer confused. Well, you tried to attack us and you hat your, whacked yourself with the staff. I didn't and you try tried to, to attack, attack you. Some unknown force tried to attack you. <laughs> and guess what? <laughs> I'm still your friend. Yeah, but I didn't Aww. hit you, though. Aw, that's the best story ever. That's not how this works, Alana. That wasn't part of the lesson. You failed again. Let's run. All right. So if the party is backing up, everybody can do so, except Rourke, who's still within reach before he can flee. Uh Uh-oh. All right. All right. Uh, You're going to attack me? So uh, everybody uh, begins moving back. Uh, We get back to this thing's turn. It is going to uh, squeeze a tendril through the ground up at you and attempt to bite you, uh, Rourke. Ooh. But that is actually a critical failure. <laughs> I don't. I, I think it's, it's attacking me at such range. I, I bet I can't opportunity. Um, I, I, I would actually say that because it's attacking you with this weird special ability, you would get the ability to slice at what's coming up at you. Oh, if you want, I can't. I can't help myself. <laughs> it's. It's just. It's just. Um, too good Instinct of an opportunity of attack. 18. So you slice out at it, and despite the fact that you hit some fleshy tendril, you don't think you yeah. did anything. Um, ah, uh. With its uh, second action, it's going to spit acid at you. 
Oh. Oof. Ouchie. Ouchie, ouchie. That's that is going to hit with spit. an armor class of 27, and it is going to do 26 points of acid damage. Wow. Um, and I need you to make a fortitude save. Oh, no. I don't like the sound of that. Oh, 26. Uh, a 26, like, it sprays acid all over you, and some of it gets up in your eyes, and for a moment your vision starts clouding over, but you manage to brush it off. Um, and uh, with its third action, it's going to continue softening the ground. It's now turning into mud and muck in here. Ah, uh, that gets back to you, Rourke, but since the party is just kind of pulling back, you can kind of just do that. <laughs> yeah, leave. If it doesn't chase us down the hallway, then we're backing up. Um, it doesn't appear to be leaving its pit. Hmm. It kind of okay. lives in that domain, uh, and uh, it appears to just be living there. Or at least you think it is. It doesn't chase you up the hallway. I mean, I'm wondering if we could just go around it. I mean, we'll hug after we've healed up and around. Yeah, we should we go back, do, heal yeah. up. Oh, I definitely need to heal now. <laughs> well, so the party kind of backs off uh, a bit. Uh, trying to stay out of this thing's reach. And you can hear it kind of gibbering and and it's mad squelching, cackling happening off in the distance. And as it is very active, you quickly come to realize that the cloakers are very, very quiet. You can't hear them. So either they're lying low because that thing's awake. I'm going to try to pay a little bit of attention to the sounds that it's making because I might try ghost sound in the future to fake uh, the cloakers into thinking it's making that noise. Uh, yeah, I mean, you, 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 you know, thinking about it, it's, it's pretty clear that the cloakers are terrified of this thing. Are there any stalagmites on the ceiling? Uh, of the chamber? Yes. Um, some, but nothing out of the ordinary. Are Not like the room that was filled with traps. That, no, that looked intentional. <laughs> directly over it? Yeah, she's thinking um, of one that's large enough that we can dislodge it to kill it immediately. Yeah. Uh, you like don't think so. It's a video so. game boss fight. You, you oh. would need like a really big one to make that happen, and there's just nothing in that room. The room is, is it looks like there's been a lot of fighting in that room. That room also looks like, the from what you could see in the darkness, it looked like there were a lot of caves leading into and out of this room. Um, and also... Once you got into that room, the kind of roaring water sounded not too far away. So um, you're, you're pretty sure the, the, that you're getting close to the kind of surface of the, the huge cavern, the, the Ever Vault, right? Um, and that this is somehow connected to it. This is probably where they nested before that came to stay for a little while. So yeah, have we backed out? Are we out of the room? Yeah, you're backed out. I'm leaving the map here just because, you know. Something to look at. Uh, all right. I'm going to take time and roll a few D8s and medicine everybody up. Okay. All right, Rourke. That acid. Oh. Oh, boy. Wow, that was terrible. Oh Three. Boy. Sorry. Lawn. Why? Is it the Hello Kitty Band-Aid this time? <laughs> What's that? I'll tell you. When I would you're love older. to say hello to a cat. It's been ages since we've saw one. I'll, I'll tell you when you're older. Don't worry about it. Uh, Shenson gets a nine. 
Hey, that fixes the terrible brain. And I have a shopping. 14. And then give me a second and I will do another spell for Rourke. Russell wants to help. <laughs> he is a good puppers who will cast many spells. So 14 for Rourke. So that heals us up. Okay. That just gets me a to little bit. Halfway. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I'll, I'll throw you a, a, a soothe then, Rourke. I'm assuming. Okay. Am I still stupefied? Uh, the stupefied was lasting a while. Let me double check the duration on that. I think. That is not opening. Let's try again. There we are. Uh, that is lasting for a minute. So that, that comes to an end. All right. Uh, here you go, Rourke. Here's a little bit of whispered. Uh, you're uh, not really that hurt. You're feeling a lot better. Why don't you just relax and enjoy the opportunity to not get attacked? Yes. Thank you. Mm, yes. Yes. How soothing. That was very soothing. <clears throat> I assume the S and ASMR stands for Shenson. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Automatic Shenson muttering. Respite. Yeah. Sure. Automated. That's about right. Shugath muttering. Wait, no, that's the wrong kind of ASMR. <laughs> um. So, uh, you all withdraw to this other cave, and, um, uh, to be honest, if you if you venture around and explore some of the other caves, it looks like almost all caves venture into that cave before going somewhere else. It looks all like kind of a central hub, hub or nexus. Is yeah. there like a little niche or a little crevice we can wedge ourselves into for the night? Uh, you're pretty sure there's a lot of cloakers in the caves around you, but... Oh, this is not um, good. The closer you are to that kind of central hub, the fewer cloakers you hear. <laughs> so I'm going to roll a survival just to see if we can find somewhere... 24 to find like a niche we can wedge ourselves into that's not full of cloakers and not close enough to the gibbering monster that we can find it. Um, you go taking a look around and with a 24, you can find kind of a quiet niche, uh, that you're pretty sure is safe. It's, it's, it's a little hard to tell. Um, you're not sure if you're far enough away that the monster, the, the nightmarish flesh pit won't come and eat you or if you're too far away so that the cloakers come and try and eat you, you're not sure. But the cloakers seem to live in this area. Um, you have found more than one, like, old, in your searchings, you found more than one old nest, you would guess. Um, it looks like it's kind of got, like, like small slime-covered stalactites that apparently cloakers have hung on to. Um you find more than one kind of remnant of a cloaker egg, you think? Some weird leathery sack. Um, this is clearly like the cloaker's home territory in the caves. And at the heart of it is this nightmarish monster. That is eating them. So, all right. We sleep in shifts. <clears throat> all right. All right, let's take a long rest, recover spells, and I don't know if we want to go after it again. 
so soon mm. because it seems like we have to get past it somehow to well, figure I'll, out. Well, the trick is, you know, if we get past it, we get to the, 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 the waterfall and then have we solved the problem of the cloakers only attacking orcs? You know, well, we definitely haven't. And I don't know if they're attacking the orcs because the drow are feeding this thing or are they... Like if we kill this thing, maybe they'll go back to living here and not attacking the orcs. Well, whatever this thing is, this is very similar to the other flesh warped creations that you've seen down in the drow. Yeah, I bet the drow uh, stank this place up with one of their portable slobber monsters. Do you think the flesh, whatever their buckets were full of, are feeding this thing to keep it funneled to yes. use as a threat against them out there the cloakers i, do. I think so as yes, you I say do. this the whole thing kind of snaps into place it becomes clear that the drow have been feeding this nightmarish flesh pit creature to keep it docile to keep it fed so that it does not feed upon the cloakers should the cloakers of course anger the drow all they would need to do is stop feeding it and it would lash out and feed upon all of them and but but how you solve that? Before we came here. <laughs> but but wait, how you solve that? Yeah. Is a story we will have to pick up next week. So uh, I think that's where we're going to call it here today. We need to brush out a little early here today for work function, so we're going to call it there uh, today, everybody. I want to thank you all for watching Band of Bravos. I want to encourage you to tune in next Friday at two p.m. here on the official Paizo Twitch channel uh, on Twitch. Uh, as we will continue uh, this exciting adventure. Before we get going, I'm going to toss it around the horn and let everybody tell you uh, who they are and where you can find them on the internet. We'll start with you, James. Hi, this is James Jacobs, and I played Shenson, the soothing bard. <laughs> the soothing NPR bard, is that? <laughs> That's right. Next up will be, uh, I don't know, doing whoever's next. <laughs> Once again, that was definitely not the ASMR that I signed up for. <laughs> hey guys, I'm Marissa Marie. I am Pies' web content manager. I played Alana Thistlefoot. You can find me on all the social media at Marissa Marie, M-A-R-Y-S-S-A-M-A-R-I. Hi folks, I'm Jason Keeley, Starfinder developer. You can find me on Twitter at Herzweston, H-E-R-Z-W-E-S-T-E-N. I am Peyton Smith. I am the social media producer, and thank you, everybody, for playing, and thank you, Mr. Bowman, for another amazing, fun-filled adventure in the, in the evil place cave area. Yes, I, 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 I want to thank you all for playing, of course. I mean, except Peyton, who tries to cheat. I didn't cheat. <laughs> I was following w- words directly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just leaving out sentences. It's fine. <laughs> I mean, it's specific not, words directly. It's not my fault if you didn't pick up on them. Uh huh. Also, yeah. <laughs> d- did you make Peyton turn against us on purpose just to come full circle about the stabbing? Yeah, maybe. Because that know. was a that was a little know. too on the nosy. It, it's it's convenient confusion. That's for sure. Uh, I want to thank everybody here for watching. I am Jason Bullman. I'm the director of game design at Paizo. You can find me at all the various social media uh, uh, accounts, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, at backslash Jason Bullman. That's J-A-S-O-N-B-U-L-M-A-H-N. I hope if you're hanging around on Saturday and feel like some more Pathfinder 2 action, you will join me for Maul over on my Twitch channel. That is the Monster Arena Ultimate League. Kicks off at 4 p.m. tomorrow. 
Uh, that's about all I got for folks here today. We will see you all next Friday at 2 p.m. for another exciting installment of the Band of Bravos. Thanks for watching, everybody. We will see you next time. Goodbye. Bye. Farewell. Bye. So long. So long. Goodbye.